from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Hey, is that today Maury National Guacamole Day or was that yesterday? Is it today? It's today, baby. Okay, that's fine. I don't need any more than that. That's Jesus. A new survey asked people what they'd rather do, give up guacamole for a full year or swim with sharks. For one minute, and one in five people said that they would risk their lives with sharks. Really? Yes. 49. For the guac? Yeah. Really? Uh, 49% of people said that they'd give up guacamole for a year. Uh, 21 said that they would swim as sharks, and the remaining 30 said that they weren't sure. Here's my thing is that I don't, like, I don't eat a lot of guacamole, right? Yeah. If I do, I like to be the one to apply it, because I find that with guacamole and with avocado that the presumption is obsession, right? So when you order something like a sandwich or anything like that that has avocado in it, the presumption is obsession, meaning nobody in their eyes just sort of likes avocado. Everybody has to love avocado. Sure. And so if you order anything with avocado on it, I find that they put too much avocado on it. Mm. And then a sandwich or whatever it is, and you hold it in your hand, and everything comes shooting out of the butt of the sandwich because there's just too much avocado. And it's the same thing with guac. Like if I order a like a taco bowl or something like this, even though I like a little guacamole on it, I will never order it because the whole thing is just guac. Like also, the obsession, they you for it. Thank you. The obsession with avocado and guacamole is not sort of even around. Like, I like a little slice of avocado I'm fine with, yeah. but not like all things avocado to the point of where it just, it's only avocado is all you taste. It wasn't like, too long ago that I only learned that avocado and guacamole are the same thing. What did you think guacamole was? It was like a mixture of things that turned green. Like what? I had, no, it was you that taught me <laughs> that it was the same thing. <laughs> Hold wow, on. Ross. <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> Expanding his horizons. <laughs> Hold on now. What? what uh, so, in your mind, damn it, Maury, yes. what combination of things <laughs> Thank you. made guacamole? Potato? Yep. Green peas? <laughs> yes. Lime? Right. And like cut up tomatoes. So hold on here. You thought guacamole guacamole was mashed potatoes with peas and, and tomatoes? <laughs> yes. You thought with guacamole lime. was mashed potatoes, <laughs> peas, tomatoes, and lime. And then you set me straight. Have you ever had an avocado before? Oh, yeah. But like you on never eggs. once thought, God, avocado tastes a lot like guacamole. Yeah. No. 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 Because it's like usually full, you know, ripe avocado on my eggs in their shape, not mushed, right? So right. I just assumed that they put lime in the mashed potatoes with peas and that made it taste <laughs> like guacamole. 
<laughs> so you thought you were dipping chips into mashed potatoes, peas, and lime? lime? Yes. That's what you're doing tonight. You're bo- oh my God, yes. You're boiling a bunch of potatoes. Can, please, can you please make? Yeah. You're going to bring you, it in tomorrow. What you thought guac was, but you have to puree the peas too, right? Yeah, yeah no, that's what makes it green. Right. You yeah. know what? I'm actually going to do that too. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so we're going to have you do it too. So we're going to have a guacamole contest tomorrow okay. on the show. Okay. But only it's going to be Maury's recipe, uh, which is mashed potatoes, peas, <laughs> tomatoes, and lime. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Uh, hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, good. You? Hi, good, Mocha. You. Hi. What's your name? This is Maria. This is actually the first time I've ever gotten in. Oh. Wow. Well, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show, Maria. I was just calling in because I'm bored. I just got ready and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And so I have to go to school soon. Oh, what time does school start? Um, nine o'clock. But oh. I'm happy. I have great friends there, and I'm uh-huh. at the Congregated Gifted Program in uh-huh. Trans. Sound it. Pardon? You sound like you're in a gifted program. You're very, you're very good with words. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I just called in to yell out Maury. Oh. <laughs> Before I start class. Okay. Maury, get in here. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you want to say to Maury? Maury, guacamole is made for Okay. Okay. Yes. I, I think that there's a lot of people yelling the same way you were. Maury, uh, guacamole is made with avocados, not mashed potatoes, peas, and lime. <laughs> I know that now. So as we found out, uh, Maury his whole life had thought that guacamole was made from mashed potatoes and smashed peas and uh, lime. It was only recently he found out that it's actually made from avocados. And so the plan is now that I have mine, Maury has his. Uh, it's going to be a cook-off so i've made oh, i've wait, made guacamole yes, i've made guacamole it's happening girl i've made guacamole okay using maury's recipe maury has also mocha you will be the judge yeah okay in this great guacamole mashed potato pea and lime cook-off we need, to find so a, we, need, we need to find a better name okay it's too big for a poster okay Lime. I wasn't actually asking for a new one. Listen, Gifted. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to solve all the problems, okay? <laughs> Fancy. Okay. It's happening. They're here, and in just a couple of minutes, Mocha, you got chips, yeah. uh, a napkin. You will be the judge. Now, do you okay. want to do this as a blind test? Yes. So you don't know whose is whose? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Blind okay. test. Okay, we will do the blind test. So the great uh, guacamole, mashed potato, pea, lime cook-off is happening in just a couple of minutes. That's like what Drake said back in June. I want the chips with the dip. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm so excited for this. You know me in competition. I know. Incredibly competitive. You do not like to lose. No, and the idea of winning a contest. I can take my jacket off. Hold on. What, you get hot? Yeah, I'm getting oh, hot, no. man. <laughs> I gotta take my shirt off. Okay. Yeah, I'm, okay. Getting, I'm getting hot in here. Okay, so the idea of winning a competition, uh, especially a guacamole competition where the guacamole is made from the base of the guacamole is mashed potatoes and peas. Maury, his whole life, up until just recently, legitimately thought that guacamole was made from mashed potatoes and peas. And why wouldn't it be? So every time you had guac, you thought legitimately that you were eating mashed potatoes and peas. Yeah, so I wouldn't eat that much because I thought that would be bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) All them carbs. 
Uh, Mocha, who is, by the way, this morning where he was like, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give you something right now. I go, what are you, what are you going to give me? He's like, why don't you call it guacamole? Oh God. And he goes, and you can have that and just claim it as your own. Say that you thought of it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Guacamole. Okay. So we're about to enjoy a guacamole taste test. It's a blind taste test. So there's two containers on the counter. Yeah. And simply labeled one and two. Okay. Mocha. And there's also a bowl of chips. Yeah. So Mocha, Maury is going to bring over to you um, the guacamoles. So the guacamoles. Con- the guacamoles. Uh-huh. So in container one and two. Yeah. And then we'll bring you the chips. And then you can describe them. You can you can eat one first or two sure. first. It is completely up to you okay. how you want to go about doing this. But ultimately, you will have to tell us and everybody listening right now which guacamole. Yeah. Uh, is the best guacamole. Okay, hit me. Okay, okay. okay so Maury, Maury's walking over the okay. two guacamoles to Mocha. Okay, here we go. Guacamoles. Okay. The guacamoles. Now bring him the chips. Yep. It's a big bowl of chips, too. You got a meal in front of you, Mocha. Yeah, look at this. So I have the two guacamoles right here. They're just labeled one and two. So I don't know who made which one. Number one, it just smells like potato. <laughs> <laughs> it really just smells like potato. Uh, number two... Oh, number two does not smell like just potato. There's some like added spice or something. There's something else in there. Okay, so how are you going to okay. test these? Which one are you going to do first? Well, let's start with number one. Okay, okay. so you're going to start with number one for yeah. Hold it up nice and high so everybody okay. can see. So Mocha has, a, Mocha has a chip in his hand right now. Oh, and there's, uh, there's tomatoes in here. And there's tomatoes in here. Look at this. Of course, it is guacamole. Okay, here we go. All right, so a tomato. Oh, okay. Keep in mind that when you you might have to double chip it because keep in mind oh, that, yeah, potato. Okay, that this isn't actually um, okay. avocado. Okay, yeah, what okay. you're what you're dipping into is in fact potatoes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, okay here we go. So double chip in it. Okay. So we've got double chip potato. Mashed potato, sorry. Yeah. Tomato. And peas. Don't and peas. peas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How is it? <laughs> it just tastes like Come on. Potato. Come on. Come on. How is it? I'm so sick. <laughs> it just tastes like potato. So it just tastes like, like chips and potatoes? <laughs> No, like the chips just like lock off flavor. It just legit just tastes like potato. Okay. Uh, okay, so that was which number? Oh, God. I'm so thirsty. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dry. That was number one. Okay, that was number one. Okay, yeah. try try, uh, try number two now. Hold it okay. up nice and high so everybody can see. Number two. So here yeah. we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> you might have again. Again, you're dipping the chip. I know. Okay, I know. You're putting I a forgot, chip inside, like mashed potatoes. So okay, you're gonna have bro. to get in there with two okay, chips. Here we go. Two chips. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? Number two tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they added spices or ingredients are in this one, it tastes good. Does it taste like guacamole? Oh, absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> no, it doesn't taste like guacamole. It just tastes like mashed potato with seasoning. Who made number two? <laughs> okay, which do you prefer? You have to, before we can say who made one and two, yeah. you have to now say which which guacamole won the great guacamole cook-off. Uh, number two. 
Number two. I like number two. Now can I vent? Okay, damn it, Maury. Which guacamole was your guacamole? Number one. Right. <laughs> My guacamole was number two. Yeah, yours is good. But yes. You yes. Add a, did you add spike? Because you're only supposed to do um, potato and peas. No, I no. mean guacamole. But I thought it was with the only ingredients we were allowed to use. There was no list of only ingredients we were allowed to use. Yeah, make it the way you want to make it. But I I normally buy mine store-bought, so I don't know what's in potatoes and peas. Read a recipe, bro. (laughs) Did you use, in yours, Roz, did you use, like, fresh peas or something? I used canned peas. Did you? Sweet peas canned pureed. Did you? You used frozen peas in yours, right, Mark? Of course I did. Okay, can I tell you why I know that? Yeah. Because it just... like old frozen peas, right? <laughs> because it tasted, it, I could taste like I don't know why, but I could taste like frozen, frozen peas in this one. Uh, okay, so the great guacamole cook-off. Yeah, uh, it was me, Roz versus Dammit Mori. The recipe again, because Mori his whole life thought that guacamole was made from mashed potatoes and peas. Yeah. Uh, so that's how we made the guacamole, guacamole. And uh, Mo- Mocha, according to you and the blind taste test, not knowing whose guacamole was Maury's guacamole. Number two. Number two. <laughs> what the lid? You can take that home. I'm good. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, Roz, time for some more Apple reviews on the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, these are coming in super quick. So thank you to everyone who's taken the time to uh, put some thought into these reviews. Apple Podcasts is where we get these reviews from, by the way. Denzel Ampler writes, the subject line actually says, Roz likes the nickname and oh. gave us five stars. There you go. I have a theory that Roz low-key loves being called a smooth, cool dude. <laughs> I saw him at the Raptors championship parade and yelled, smooth, cool dude! <laughs> And the twinkle in his eye slash smile on his face was something out of this world. Roz approves the nickname. Hashtag smooth cool dude confirmed. That's why he's my favorite. Um, I'll tell you with smooth cool dude what I do. What I do enjoy is I enjoy when something starts out of nothing on this show and then it becomes a monster. But it doesn't become a monster because of us. It becomes a monster because of the fans. Yeah. And right? that's exactly what happened with Smooth Cool Dude. Yes, you laughed at it one day, and then every single call we took for a year after that, somebody would drop Smooth Cool Dude yeah. uh, to try and troll me, and it became this thing because of fans. And so because of that, I do I do really enjoy it because I find it just extremely endearing that somebody gives a crap enough about the show and what is said on the show to see somebody out in public and yell basically a meme at them. <laughs> uh, it's funny to me. It's funny to me okay i won't tell you who wrote this review until after i read it oh no okay five stars yeah which thank you love listening to this podcast even though they royally roasted me back in 2010 when i was a guest on their show i had a lot of fun even when Roz's girlfriend Catherine called in to get in on the bashing keep pumping out the awesome content guys yours truly who did we have on in 2010? Justin Rated R. Rigo. <laughs> from season one of Bachelorette Canada. Oh, wow. Who was the Bachelorette? Wasn't that... Was that Jillian? No, that no, wasn't no. Jillian. Jillian was Bachelor US. Yeah. Bachelorette Canada. Who was the first... Ca- oh, wait, no, no. Maybe it wasn't Bachelorette Canada. No, it was American, right? Because he was... They were like in... Somewhere in Europe... 
And then yeah. oh, Justin he... Rego was on the U.S. version, yeah. and he got the broken foot right. with the cast. And then he was trying to run away, and he ended up in like the bushes of the hotel, <laughs> right. and it had like barricades all over. <laughs> and he was trying to walk away from the cameras in the Bachelorette. Yes, and he kept right. getting, getting blocked. Right. But Justin <laughs> listens to uh, to the to the podcast, but he actually signed it. Yours truly, Justin rated smooth, cool bachelor <laughs> dude. Oh, <you> jerk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I remember that now because my uh, Catherine was very passionate uh, back then about how much she disliked Justin, <laughs> Justin rated our rego. Uh, but then he came on the show, and I and as far as I can recall, he was pretty cool with being here, right? Oh, like he was on a- Alley season, Alley season of you. the Bachelorette. Okay. But yeah, I think we had a good time with him. I have no ill feelings towards Justin rated our rego. I wish him nothing but the best. Oof. What? So e online. Yeah. Uh, did an article on the Bachelorette's shadiest suitors ever. Okay. <laughs> and Justin rated Horace on that list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> but hey, thanks for the review. It's funny. He writes us a nice, a nice review and we spend five minutes roasting him again going through all the Justin Rankin greatest hits. <laughs> Love you, bro. All right. Jay Coor, 231. Bedtime with the Dammits is the podcast content I didn't even know I needed. Thanks for making me spit out my coffee while driving. Yeah. Love this podcast. P.S. Roz is my favorite, possibly Dammit Matthew too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at Maury's face. <laughs> Doesn't like that. Yeah, should have edited that comment, he says. <laughs> uh, again, we get all these from Apple Podcasts. I'll end on this one from yeah. Monkey Girl 1995. Oh. I'm loving this. I've known about the Raza Mocha show for years and years, but I only discovered the podcast about a month ago. I've been binge listening to them at work, i.e., eight hours per day ever since. I'm now on episode 60. I find myself smiling and laughing to myself at my desk, and it keeps me entertained all day. I love it. Thanks, Razamoka, for all the content, and I'm dreading for the day I actually catch up because it means I won't be able to listen all day. Well, Monkey Girl 1995, one thing you can do that a lot of people do is when they're all fully caught up, Mm -hmm. they kind of go back to some of their favorite episodes and listen again, or they go right back to episode one and start re-listening. Yeah, and if anybody has, here's a question, though, because we throw it around in the office here, which is oftentimes when we're going on vacation or whatever it is, and we want to put out like a very special podcast, like we've done one that is all just the dammits, and we've done one that is all the games. Yeah. Uh, we did one that was all the world record attempts. If you we guys- We did like a full Ask Ross and Mocha episode yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, right? which that was, I love that episode. Uh, but if there are any ideas that you guys have that you would like to hear sort of on a, on a like a, from a standalone, um, you know, podcast whether it's you want to hear all the old stuff that we've done or i don't know i don't know but if you guys have any ideas uh let us know that would be that would be great and if it's feasible and we think it's a good idea we'll 100 put it together for you if you're a teacher and you're making your way to school right now pay attention to this i think you're gonna like this as well Roz. okay uh this is a reddit topic that took off the other day Teachers share funny things students have said. <laughs> Somebody wrote, I wore a Captain America shirt for school for Superhero Day. 
And one of the students said, I look like Captain America before the injections. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) One of my students was hugging me goodbye when they took a deep inhale, smiled up at me lovingly and said, your shirt smells like a grandma, but your armpits smell like Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) 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 One of my seventh graders asked me where babies come from. And another student replied, well, when mommy and daddy love each other very much, they got a bottle of scotch and a cheap motel room. (laughs) One student asked me what I wanted to do when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kids are the best. I teach elementary band, and once we were preparing for playing a test when one student said, man, I need to practice. Without missing a beat, the kid next to him said, my mom said I need Jesus. (laughs) Again, these uh, teachers share funny things uh, students have said. I was tutoring a kid after school when he asked, what time is it? I joked, time for you to get a watch. And he, without a moment's hesitation, responded, time for you to get a new joke. I had to laugh at getting shown up by a fifth grader. One of my students once asked me, if a synchronized swimmer starts drowning, do they all start drowning? (laughs) And finally, teachers share funny things students have said. This appeared on Reddit. One of my little six-year-old students who weighed about 80 pounds at the time walked in late from recess. When I asked him why he was late, he grabbed his hunk of belly with both hands and said, the ladies love this, and then sat down like nothing happened. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You want to feel like a big deal when you're traveling, especially with Air Transat, you got to purchase a club class seat. Yeah, I've done it and it's so worth it. Wildly comfortable. The seats are spacious. The screen in front of you is like, it's big. And like watching a movie on those, it just, everything just works, right? Like you do, you're right. This is the best way to kick off any trip or vacation is booking that club class seat uh, with Air Transat. Uh, you got those wider leather seats. You got yep. all that leg room mm-hmm. that we just like lack when we're traveling. Uh, so club class takes care of all of that for you. Plus personalized service, superior wine and choice of gourmet meals by renowned Quebec chef Daniel Vizina. I've had food on just about every airline you can think of and the meal that I had on the flight that we took when Catherine Roxy were with me we went away and we flew uh, club class with transit. It was the best airplane food I've ever had in my life. Two-piece baggage allowance, rapid checking counter, priority boarding, and baggage service. Listen, Club Class is what it's all about. Visit airtransat.com. Todd, welcome to the Razamoga Show. What can we do for you today? I've got a bad question for you two guys. A bad question? Oh, a dad. D-A-D, dad. Oh, a dad oh, question. Oh, oh, oh. I, thought, I, thought he, I thought he said a bat question. I was like, geez, I, I mean, I'm no expert, but I can try. <laughs> Let me wiki this real quick. So I've, I've got an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old, and my wife is making me bring them to the dentist to get their teeth cleaned. Yeah. And afterwards, I'm treating them to bacon and eggs and sausage and home fries and pancakes. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, that's, you sound like the greatest dad ever. <laughs> yeah, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not too, I wasn't too sure, but my wife doesn't know, so I hope she's not listening right now. This is one of the, bro, <laughs> honestly. This, <laughs> 
And listen, listen. Okay. When, when I'm doing this, when I'm doing this, I'm being totally honest. It's not for me. No. You're <laughs> no, it's not for me. It's all for them, right? Yeah. Listen, this is one of those things that that uh, your your wife doesn't need to know about. Perfect. Good. Okay. There's just a lot keep... of other things too that we I have these two kids that she doesn't know about. So. Yeah. Wait. I, like what? Well, you know, ice cream before supper, like treats anytime they want. You know what. A lot of things like that. I guess wow. they get away with. Okay, so you know they're actually in the car right now, laughing their head off. Okay, well you know don't you don't don't ruin your children. I mean you can you can give them treats, but you know it sounds like you're running a side game to sort of like bring on a lot of health problems here. I'm trying to see if to get them to like me, I guess, more than my wife. Is that what it's kind of sounds yeah, like? Oh, yeah. wow, damn. <laughs> yeah, but you can you got to try and do that other ways than besides ice cream and bacon, man. Like, take them to a movie. We're, all, we're Canadian. How else are you going to win a kid's heart without ice cream and bacon? Jeez, <sighs> I don't know, man. Get him a beaver. I don't know. Like, what the hell? Put him in a canoe. I don't know. <laughs> get him a beaver. I told you, they're only 7 and 11. <laughs> Nah, you sound like a great dad. Take care, Todd. Thanks so much for listening, man. Later, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Merrick. Hey. How you doing, man? It's Roz and Mocha. All right, so uh, we got quite the interesting message on Instagram from Merrick. Cool. So let's remind everybody right now here. Um, You wrote us this. This is going to explode. I know it. I don't even want to read this because the texting and the calling and everything is just going to explode. So get ready, Mocha. Okay. Should guys shave, trim, or leave their armpit hair untouched? Fine, fair enough. However, you go on to say, my fiance wants mine gone, and I think it's unmanly to touch it. Thoughts? Merrick, have you ever trimmed your armpit hair? So I have to admit that I did appease my fiance, who I love so dearly, and I did end up trimming. But now going to the gym, I, I, I don't know, like there's a bit of me that's a little self-conscious, you know, lifting my arms up and, and whatever it is. And I, and I don't know if that's affecting masculinity or, or the manliness and so I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. Okay, so hold on. So did you trim or did you full shave? No, I, I just trimmed. I was too scared to to shave, but like she wants it gone. Okay. That's, oh, like a wrestler. Yeah. Um, I, I, will, I will say this. I trim everything on my body, but I will slightly trim my armpit hair because guys who shave their armpits... It's weird. I'm with you. Like, if you're at the gym and you're doing, like, you're, you're, it's just weird, dude. Like, what's the point? That Like, there is no sort of point. Now, I think that where this becomes a sort of sticky situation and where everybody's going to have a comment, it's not so much about the armpit hair. It's about the fact that your girlfriend, your fiancé, wants it gone. Off. How long has your fiancé been bringing up the go shave your armpits or I'd like for you to shave your armpit conversation. Actually, it's probably been a couple of years. You know, when we're at home doing some R&R, arm around her, if my shirt is off or I'm wearing a sleeveless, she's just like, oh, ew, oh, get it off. Um, I don't know if they're in her past relationship, you know, it's what the guys are doing there, but uh, so. I don't know when your marriage is going to end, but I know it will. <laughs> is it because you stink? Because I know sometimes, no, so I, I, I trim hair. my armpit hair yeah, as well, yeah, right? That's fine. But I find when it gets long, yeah. like especially on them hot ass days, yeah. sometimes the pits stink a little bit more 
when there's hair the there. The hair has nothing to do with it. As opposed the to hair when has it's no, not. The hair has nothing to also, do with it. Also, I just it. like the feeling of like not having any hair under there. You don't go full bald under No, 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 your not arms, full. I no, trim no, it, no. I yeah, trim it trim, down. But I trim. going full bald under your arms is weird. Yeah. Also, just so everybody knows, uh, your fiance is on hold. So we will talk to her in just a couple of seconds. <laughs> I also, I have a thing where I, I, I really, I don't like any time, whether it's a guy saying it to, to his woman or a woman saying it to the guy, where they start dictating terms of what they feel comfortable with when it comes to their own appearance or how they dress or how they do their hair. My philosophy has always been, and I'll tell you, every time Catherine has ever got a haircut or dyed it or cut bangs or not bangs, whatever it is, it may seem like a cop-out, but it's genuine. Well, she will say, do you like this? And my immediate thing is, do you feel sexy? Because the only thing I want from her is for her to make decisions about her hair, her clothes, or whatever, where she feels the absolute best. Yeah. I have no opinion on it. The only opinion I have is I want you to make choices that make you feel awesome because that's the person I want to be around. Yeah. I don't want to be around somebody who took my opinion on something and then regrets it. I use a similar line with my wife, Jenna, when she asks yes. an opinion. I always say to her, does it make you happy? Yeah. If it does, yeah. Boom. Fine. Go I'm for happy. It. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your fiance's name? Colleen. Colleen. Okay. You we're gonna it? we're gonna get Colleen on here. I want you to do something for me. We're gonna talk to her for a couple of seconds, and I want you to tell her, listen, I have talked to Razamoka and I will one hundred percent shave my armpits to appease you on the condition that you grow yours out. Yep, got it. Let's okay. do it. Okay, right. let's do it. Let's okay. uh, get Colleen on the phone. Okay. Yo, Colleen, it's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. Good. What's your beef with uh, <laughs> armpit hair? <laughs> I just think it's kind of gross. What's gross about it, though? Well, I don't really, I don't really know specifically, but I, I think it stems from I was a swimmer and then a water polo player, so yeah. all the guys that I've been around growing up like yeah. never had underarm hair because yeah. it's just part of the culture of that sport. Yeah. Um, marriage my first relationship with lots of underarm hair, so I always thought it was kind of weird. But but where do you where do you sort of like get off being like dictating like personal appearance stuff? No, so that comes across real harsh. Well, it was more just like it was more just like an inquiry if, slash personal uh, preference. On. If you guys interested. if you guys are on the couch and he puts his arm around you, do you not recoil with grossness? <laughs> Well, he doesn't always wear, like, no sleeves, so it's not like I notice if he's in, like, long sleeve or, like, a T-shirt. Okay, so hold on here. Merrick, yeah, but he's going, you know, Merrick's going to the gym. He's getting swole. Obviously, he's going to want to wear cutoffs because he, he wants to show off them guns. He feels self-conscious if he if he tri- if he shaves it all off, though. Don't you want him to feel his best? No, I know. I, I didn't think he has to shave it all off. I just prefer when it's a little bit more trim. Uh-huh. Uh, Merrick, you there? I'm here. Okay, what would you like to say to Colleen right now? <laughs> I'm so excited to spend the rest of my life with you. And uh, I understand how armpit hair is going to make you feel. So I'm, I'm going to make a deal with you. I'm more than happy to shave my armpit hair for you. But I want you to grow yours out. <laughs> no. Why not? He likes it. We got it out of him. He's a huge fan of armpit hair on ladies. Okay, that's fair because I already, I already am lucky and did laser hair removal. So my armpit hair won't grow. So well, it's a win-win. Okay. Okay, then then let's okay, then let's start talking other hair then. Sure. Leg hair. <laughs> okay, deal. Oh, oh right, yeah, right. right. Because I already have I already I already have strategies to take care of that situation on so. uh, <laughs> you're a lie. Stop listen, man. Merrick is like he doesn't feel good at the gym when he shaves his pits. Yeah, he gets all he self-conscious d- and stuff. It's not cool. Just let the man just grow his <laughs> let the man have his armpit hair for God's sake. <laughs> 
Okay. Merrick, do you want to say anything? Uh, I can't wait to see those legs. <laughs> are, you a, are you a blonde Colleen or no? No. Oh, good. Good. There we go. That leg hair going to be growing in real dark. All right, Colleen, Merrick, thanks very much. We love you guys. Thank you. Have a good day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A lot of reaction to Merrick and Colleen's story. Colleen wants Merrick to shave his pits. <laughs> Merrick don't want to because he... Because he shouldn't have to. He says that uh, he did it a little bit just to appease Colleen, his yeah. fiance. Yeah. But he's very self-conscious about it now. Yeah. Because he goes to the gym and he wears the cutoffs and he don't want to lift his arms up. Right. Which to me... He no. can't. He can't do shoulder presses. No, nobody should. He be can't in get relation. on a bench. No, nobody should be dictating those types of things. He can't on do the dips. It's super weird to do. He can't that. do anything. Lunges. No. You put your hands on your hips. He can't do anything. He can't at wave all. at anybody. You can't wave. You can't Hi, say friend. What's up. No. <laughs> High fives are out of the question. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. So, so what's the reaction? The texts are coming in. Shave that s. I'm a guy. Oh. Somebody else wrote. Trim. Keep it tidy, please. Somebody else wrote, oh, man, take it to a number two. That's my rule at minimum. Number two on the uh, yeah. on the trimmer. Yeah. Don't shave. You aren't a woman, but you can't <laughs> look like a beast. And while you're at it, manscape everything. Somebody else wrote, this is horrible. First off, she needs to leave him alone. Second, if it really bugged her, get rid of it. I'm sure she does a lot of painful grooming for him. Just saying. No, she doesn't do it for him. She does it for herself. Somebody else wrote, I've been shaving slash waxing my armpits and other parts since high school. Because I'll tell you, can I tell you why that, that, that statement is BS that she does a lot of painful grooming for him? Because if he, the him, turned around to her, the she, and was like, you know what? Let it all go. That's what I'm into. You think that she would? I hell no. no. No, absolutely not. Sabrina wrote this. Tell her it's 2019. Find a woman if you don't want no arm hair. Armpit <laughs> hair. A man should always have armpit hair unless they just don't like it themselves. Women are crazy. Wow. People got some thoughts on this. Yeah. Uh, my bird got kid. No, not that one. My bird. <laughs> it's just, it's, Maury, we, we have so many texts. There's one mixed in I'd here. That see, said and my I can't bird relate got to this, but, but Maury, good morning. Uh, damn it, Maury. Hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, as somebody who gets dictated heavily in your relationship on what you can and cannot do, can and cannot wear, how you should and should not look, which part of this sort of domestic squabble do you identify with oh i'm told to shave my underarms often but i i just haven't gotten to it in a long but like time. when you say shave does matthew want it trimmed because i wonder what it's like for two guys oh trimmed but the problem is is that when i do do it yeah um i take it down to like nothing okay but just so that it lasts so i don't have to do it for a lot longer so does he have a problem with that or do you have the problem with that oh he has a problem with that with no with no with hair, no hair he, yeah Right, because you look too athletic, right? Oh, no, he says, I, I, I don't want to be with a child. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Do you want to see? No, Somebody I'm else good, wrote, good. my girlfriend doesn't like me having a beard. That's way worse. Yeah, oh, that's another problem that people have too is facial hair. Okay, I'm okay. going to read one, and I apologize to everybody out there. Yeah. 
if you just ate something or you're, you're in the middle of eating. By the way, we talked to a couple earlier for just joining us who she wanted him to shave his armpits because she found it gross and that all exploded. So what is this? What is this text? OMG, I love my husband's pit hair. Oh. I smell it even at the end of the day. Oh. That comes to us from Rita. Whoa. Some people into that? Rita. Like what do you, she gets right in there and smells it or I she guess. just can smell it? I don't know. I assume she likes the smell so much. Yeah. That she sticks her nose right in into there, the like pit during, like during and a does a, a, a deep. <laughs> oh, man. That's what get, I think. Get Rita on the phone. I need to talk to this freak. <laughs> <laughs> Rita, Somebody you're next. Wrote, uh, I'm a woman and I would much prefer you leave it alone. Don't shave. So, you know, the comments are for every yes, let it grow. Yeah. There is a no, really, you got to shave huh? it. Yeah. Interesting. Split. So thank you to everybody who texted in. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So everybody's out in Mississauga yesterday, huh? Uh, but no, there was a big celebration happening. Bianca, Bianca and Rescue. Yeah, man. Can I tell you one thing I was disappointed at? Sure. And if anybody knows Bianca, please pass this message on to her. Yeah. The other day she put out on, I think it was on Twitter or Instagram or maybe both. She finally got the WWE women's title with the oh, US Open did. emblem on the side that Triple H had tweeted out saying, yo, congrats, Bianca, we're sending this to you. <laughs> right. So she finally got it. Yeah. She didn't even wear it yesterday. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> Bianca, this is what the belt is there for you. Well, or like, She sort of has another one, like another... No, like drape it over your shoulder, yeah. come on out onto that stage. I don't know, man. That's, Stand there that's, next to Mayor Tahori looking like a pimp with his no, cane. it's like... A, it's like <laughs> How do you break no, his foot anyway? He what do you do? tore his Achilles. P- doing what? Playing ball? I Probably. Don't I don't know what he did, man. But that's no joke, that uh, that injury. When Rough you tear your Achilles, oof. You got to you have to go around on one of those scooters where you put I your know. leg up on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's no joke though. Healing uh getting over a, a, an Achilles injury is it's a long, long, long haul, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, that cane's kind of dope. Uh, but everybody seemed happy last night. It seemed really political to me. Like it seemed like there was a lot of like politicking, not necessarily that Trudeau went up and used it as a campaign stop, but he didn't not do that, but he sort of kept things from what I understand the feeling was that he sort of kept things on the uh, to limited as far as making it a, at least appear as a campaign stop but it just i don't know it didn't seem like there was a lot of like hoopla yeah it's it seemed like she went to like it seemed you know remember when you were a kid and like your parents would have a party and like all the uh, all the adults were celebrating and you were just kind of like well i guess this is fun yeah you know not to mention mayor bonnie crombie announced by name everyone in her council yeah yeah oh yeah that was weird don't do that yeah there was just yeah there was a lot of that like it sort of didn't seem like it was more for the politicians there yeah as it was for 
Bianca. Yeah, it and was that big celebration. It, it was odd to me. Like there just wasn't enough. And and I get it that you know when you compare it to even something like the Raptors, where the Raptors had this long sort of. Uh, they had this long season where everybody was along for the ride. A lot of people didn't really know who Bianca Andreescu was before that weekend. Sure. Right? We all sort of, everybody got dialed into that after she won though. But it, it just didn't seem like it was for her. And I don't know, I don't, and I can't point to any real like massive details about that, but I don't know. It just seemed off to me. There was something about it that just seemed- It was also very quick, really. Sort of off. That's like, fine. I'm fine with quick, man. I got no problem with that. How long was it? Uh, about an hour. Yeah. I'm after all the that. speeches. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So she got up to the mic and said what? Well, this is crazy. This is crazy. I never thought I would have my own parade before, let alone the key to the city and a street named after me. I have to thank Mayor um, Bonnie Crombie for everything and her team and the city of Mississauga for putting this together. Thank you. You know, and I feel like, and Hazel was there too, right? Yeah. And Hazel has been the champion Hurricane of Mississauga Hazel. for Love ever. Her. Love her, right? And I'm just, I, there's a part of me where I'm like, God, you know. Like you wish she was the mayor? Yes. Now still, yes. like to, for this particular moment? And I do, and there's nothing, listen, I Bonnie Crombie, whatever, that's fine. But I just sort of wish that hey, this was a Hazel moment. Yeah. Because Hazel was the champion of Mississauga. Forever. Forever. And she was such a great champion. But at least she was uh, there. There's awesome that they brought her up on I, stage. I know, I know, I, I, I know, but you sort of wish this on, you know, you wish this on Hazel. Yeah. You wish that this was, that she was part of this win as opposed to, you know, on the on the guest list. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She's I still wish Bianca champ. showed up with that WWE title. Here's I a picture know. of it. Yeah. Right? That's a big ass belt. That is. It's too heavy though, man. You can't wear no that. Way. But no, but that's like but today is Bianca and Jescue Day, by the way. It is. The mayor yeah, proclaimed it. it like that. in Toronto or Mississauga. In Toronto. In, in Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Here's what uh, Mayor Tory had to say. Yesterday, I'm very pleased to say that tomorrow uh, in the city of Toronto, and unfortunately I can't tell people they don't have to go to work or that they get free rides on the TTC or whatever, uh, but tomorrow we have proclaimed uh, Bianca Andrisco Day in the city of Toronto. We want to be in on this. Not too many people get their own day, so you should come on out and get this, Bianca. I should do free transit. If you want to ride for free on the subway, you can, but nobody else can. And we have we are, we are proud Ooh, of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Damn. Th- thanks, Mayor. Jeez. <laughs> you have to say it like that. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Uh, David. How's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you? Not bad. Got a question. Did you guys watch the Bianca celebration yesterday? Uh, I, I didn't watched, watch I watched some of it. it. Why? I just saw like, some stuff online. Why? Well, I was just kind of curious. You know how she was presented by Drake, some swag. But was it me or was it a little you know, lame what they actually gave her? Do you think he actually said... This is for from him for her. Maury has a theory. Maury has a theory about Wait, this. Explain what happened. Okay, so I guess at some point, who said it? The mayor, so Bonnie, mayor Crombie? Bonnie Crombie, said, yeah. uh, "Hey, you know, uh, Drake's been in touch, and he sent a gift bag. Okay, and it was like a OVO shopping bag, and inside was right. a hat, uh, a mini T-shirt." Um, like a hoodie. What do you mean a just, mini T-shirt? Like one that like, doesn't no, go down, like like a, like a hat. Like a crop top. Okay, yeah, yeah. And like a hoodie and stuff. But it, and it was all in the plastic. Like the shirt was still plastic wrapped and stuff. Yeah. And my and it just seems as though there's no way Drake sent that because then he would have done a custom blazer or a custom bomber jacket. It's 
obvious that they sent somebody from the city's office across the street to the mall to buy some stuff from the Navio <laughs> store. So, you think so? That's what I thought. And Maury thought that the Maury's theory is that that Drake and that the whole line about Drake called and he said that he was sending this over. You don't even believe that? No, because then there would be a video message. Right? Yeah, like Drake called Bonnie Crombie and said, <laughs> yeah, "Hey, no. I'm going to send something to you." So Maury thinks that the whole that she was just name dropping Drake for clout and that the text thing didn't actually happen. They just ah. showed up. They took it upon themselves to give her OVO gear. Now I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's the way Maury said it looked like it. Played out did you get that sense too man yeah you know what honestly yeah and even her reaction is like when she pulled up it was a water bottle <laughs> i was like really drake's gonna give her a water bottle right yeah no. yeah a lot of people so, found that fishy. you know what i agree with maury i think it was just a little staged but yeah i wouldn't even brought it up and i'm sure i think at the opening game for them uh for the raptors She's going to be there probably. Sure. Oh, she'll be at a bunch of those games. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, and I think Drake's going to probably do something with her. Yeah. Then. Yeah, but yeah, no. no, you're not the only. You're not the only one. A lot of people found that fishy, and I don't know why we should care. Uh, but I, I <laughs> no, think that it's, I, know, I, just, I, I know there's something. There's just something about that when somebody goes, you know, so and so called, and they said that they wanted to give you something. Like if if that legitimately happened, the, the payoff was kind of lame because it was like a you know like a crop top and a water bottle. But if yeah. it, but if it didn't happen and they just did that, that's weird to me. Exactly. Like it's weird, yeah. right? It wouldn't be in a OVO shopping bag. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't so you think know. That they went exactly to the mall it. and bought everything? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it still had the tags. They used the corporate card. Come on, it didn't have tags. Yes, it did. It, it, did it? Seriously, yes. if you watch it, you'll actually see the tags are still on there. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. Have a great day. Right on, bro. Take care, bro. Okay. Bye. Yo, which water bottle was it? It was it this was one right here. This red one. Yeah. It's got. I have the OVO app. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because oh, I like to, I like to just see what like new things drop and sure. how much they cost or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the red Ovio bottle, water bottle that uh, Bianca and Drescu got yesterday, according to Mayor Bonnie Crombie from Drake, yeah, it's an eighteen dollar water bottle. This Oof. looks like a regular plastic water bottle with Ovio. Oh, like it's not a Berkey or anything like that. It it's just a regular. <laughs> it's a regular plastic bottle. Jeez, eighteen man. bucks. And then what? A T-shirt? The crop top. Uh, Super weird if this if that was the case, and I don't know. I, maybe I'm. I don't want to make a big deal out of it because to me that sounds really just super petty. This one? I don't know if it, the, I don't know what's more one? petty. Yeah, forty eight bucks. <laughs> I don't know what's more petty: us making a big deal out of it, or if they made a big deal out of it. Like I don't know which is more petty. I don't know. I'm torn on this. Like I really want to go off on it, yeah. but but I feel extremely petty going off on it. I really do. I mean. Personally, I don't care. <laughs> no, neither do I. Why you gotta make me care about this stuff, Morty? I don't actually care. Thank you. That's the feeling I'm feeling, is not caring. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Heather, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Oh, girl, I feel for you. We're going to try to uh, help fix your life, okay? Okay. Okay, <laughs> so Heather, you wrote it this. Roz and Mocha FML. I've been with my boyfriend now for seven years, and we have a three-year-old son together. My boyfriend quit his job and said he wanted a break for a month. He's been unemployed now for over a year. I am drowning in business 
bills. I pay for groceries, gas, and daycare. He won't even watch our son, even though he's off work. Uh, he says he gets too overwhelmed and can't watch him that long. I'm going crazy, and I don't know what to do. I am unhappy, and I tr- uh, and tired of seeing my boyfriend not working or even trying to get a job. I am scared to break up with him because my son loves his dad. Uh, being at home, please help. Oy, oy, oy. So, Heather, when was yeah. the last time you had a conversation with your boyfriend about the situation? Um, not long ago. We kind of argue about it a lot, you know. Yeah. I always tell him he should have a job and be helping out more, and then we just get in an argument, and I don't bring it up for, like, another month or so. But, like, what's his reason behind not wanting to get a job? Like, what is he saying to you when you say to him, listen, you quit your job, we got all these bills, and I'm paying for everything, including putting clothes on our son's back. I know. He just keeps saying he wants a job, but then like he puts no effort into getting one. So mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you want one and you don't try? Yeah, it's uh, geez, when people sort of refuse to work in these situations, it's it's usually based on a few different factors. One, uh, oftentimes they've lost a job or they leave a job that they're unhappy and then other opportunities that are presented to them, they sort of feel like maybe they're beneath them and then what it becomes is a self-esteem issue, right? Yeah. Um, and do Dealing with a self-esteem issue with somebody who doesn't want to work is different than dealing with somebody who is, say, stubborn, right? Um, right. You got to kind of you got to kind of figure that out. And then other times when somebody doesn't want to work, they may have the attitude of, "Hey, listen, for all those years that I worked and I was the primary breadwinner in here, guess what? I lost my job. It's your turn. Stop, uh, stop complaining." A lot of people have that attitude sometimes in these situations. Right. So you have to figure out, like, have you had a conversation? It's not necessarily about the bills and everything else, but where does his reluctance or absolute refusal to A, work, and two, if he is home, look after your kid come from? Why has he completely checked out of not only yours and the kid's life, but also his own life and doesn't want to work? I'm really not sure. Like, he just keeps saying that, like... He hated all of his jobs he's worked, and I said, why don't you try getting one that you actually like? But he says, I don't know what I want to do. I want to work for myself. And I'm like, well, that's kind of difficult. What is he with that? A lot of people would like to work for themselves, but what does he do? I don't know. He doesn't really do anything. He just keeps trying to, like, build the business. Does he have a business plan? No. (laughs) He just keeps trying to do online things, like... Wait, so here's a... Something that I need to know, Heather, when you are having these conversations, are you telling him that you're unhappy? Uh, yeah. Okay. And what's his response to hearing you say that you're unhappy with the relationship and the way that your life is right now? Uh, he just keeps saying that, like, it's not his fault and stuff for not getting a job that he's tried a few times. Then he just says that I should just leave if I'm unhappy and stuff. Oh, boy. Wow. wow. Well, wait. And what does he do all day anyway? When he's at home by himself? Um, I don't know. He cleans the house and stuff, but mm. that's it. And goes to the gym. How old? And your kid is how old? Is the kid in daycare or no? Um, yeah, he's in daycare. He's so three. Is it full day daycare? Uh, yeah. Okay. So who drops who drops the kid off in the morning? I do. You do. Okay. And who picks the kid up at night? I do. You do. You guys need to figure out, I would say, what the this root sort of cause is. Like, is he dealing with any sort of depression? Is he, because it seems like when it comes up, he doesn't react rationally. He's mm-hmm. lashing out saying, well, if you don't like it, leave. But if that's the situation, yeah. if that's the situation, okay, if he doesn't like it, leave. Right. Right. So what? So what? You're supposed to leave and take the kid and go where? I know. I don't know. It sounds to me like he wants you to leave. I know. That's what I thought. And then I broke up with him for a while, like 
a week and a half, a couple months ago. And then he said he wanted to get back together again. So I didn't know. Okay. Well, here's the one thing that you, you can't, the, the only job that you have and the only job that he has in life. Okay. The one that counts, the most important job is to not screw up your kid. Yeah. Right. And you guys living in this situation where neither of you are happy and it's not about happiness, okay? Happiness is sort of, you can be happy some days, everything else. What this is going to breed is incredible resentment towards each other, especially you towards him. But when there is deep, deep resentment of just like their entire existence because you feel that you as a person and as a mom and as a partner are 100% there to be taken advantage of, Okay. If he felt bad for not working, if he went out one day and was like, God, you know what? I went, I I did this job. I was on a construction site. I worked my ass off. It's not for me, but here I made like a hundred bucks. I'm going to go out tomorrow. I'm going to try a different place. If he, if there was an effort that was going out the door with him every morning, you would feel different, but all he's doing is just taking advantage of you. Wait, are you also paying for his gym membership? No, but his parents are. Yeah. God. Yeah. I would say that your job, his job is to not screw up the kid. It sounds like right now you're kind of going down that road to deep resentment and you need to you need to make some decisions. Don't wait for him to make a decision. You yeah. need to make a decision. That's true. I'm going to tell you right now, okay? If this does come to you guys separating or whatever it is, right? Right. You don't leave. He leaves. Okay. <laughs> if he needs help, help him get help. If he needs to sit down and talk to somebody to figure out where this kind of rut started and this insecurity came from and why he's just refusing to be an active participant in his own family, that needs to be figured out. You don't even want to know at the beginning of this conversation what I was going to say, Heather. Yeah. The com- our conversation would have ended immediately. Yeah. Because I was going to say your man is trash and you need to leave that guy. Yeah. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, I would have said the same thing, and I hope Mocha would have said the same thing, even if the roles were different. If we were talking to a husband right now about his lousy wife. Oh, the, yeah. My, my yeah. advice, my advice yeah. would be the same, which is the person is the, the parent of your kid, you're co-parenting, you're both screwing up the kid right now, and he's going to be in your life forever, so you need to kick his ass in multiple directions. The first one is to figure out what the hell is going on and why he doesn't want to be part of his own family. Thank you so much. Okay, Thank love. you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hello? Kareen, okay. Yes. We want to make sure that you're okay. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm, Roz, I'm here's the uh, the text that we got from Kareen. Okay. OMG, OMG, OMG. I'm transitioning my daughter into daycare right now. <laughs> so I just dropped her off and sitting here in my car to see how she does without me for a couple of hours, I think I am freaking out more than she is. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing right now? Where are you? How close um, are you? How close I'm in to, my car. How, how, are you like in the daycare parking lot? Yeah. So they recommend a transitioning period. So like two or three days before the actual start day. The test Just drive. come in with her for two hours. Yeah. See how she interacts with the other kids. I'm just going to leave her there. I'm going to come outside. She can't see me. Let's see how she does, you know? Is, oh she, your, is she your first? Yes. The reason why we wanted to call you is so that I could tell you that I know exactly what you're feeling right now because this is what Jenna and I went through the first week of school when we took Cruz for his first day and going through those first few days of taking him there, picking him up, taking him there, picking him up because he's still at this age, he's only two, he doesn't understand fully. I think maybe now he gets it because it's been... uh, 
more than a couple of days, right? He gets that he has to go to school and he has teachers and he's got friends there and they do activities and stuff like that. But, oh, man, even now, still, like, some days Jenna will text me and say, like, he was crying when I took him in or he he looks sad when he went in or, like, she was feeling sad. And, like, even for me, when I, you know, sit here doing the show with you guys, I still get emotional thinking about him being there and, like, what if he's upset yeah. or what if he's like crying and I'm not there yeah. to, to, to to help save the day. You know what I mean? It's tough. Oh, man. I looked at her as I was leaving. I was like, okay, bye. I love you. And she liked the look on her face like she wasn't crying but her face was just like, no, what's they, happening? They, they don't know what's yeah. happening. Confused, right? What's going she, on. she looked really confused. She was just like, mm. I'll tell you what, what you guys both have to look forward to, which is uh, you're going to build a little routine, right? September, October, November, uh, December, you're going to build a routine. The kid's going to get used to it. You're going to stop. There's going to be very few times that you drop them off. There's going to be very few tears when you pick up. It's going to be nothing but joy when they see them. And then everything shuts down for Christmas break and the kid forgets all about daycare. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then you got to start all over again because in their head, it's just over. We did that. Yeah. Cool. It was fun. It was Thanks. fun. Thanks. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. First Christmas break. You know, I didn't even think about that. Corinne, what are we going to do? Thank you. Thank you for that, Rob. Thank you so much. No, you guys, you're doing the right thing. Mocha's doing the right thing. You hanging out in the parking lot is exactly what you should be doing. Mocha doing worrying throughout the show today that he's not there to fix things is exactly what he should be doing because those are normal feelings that you should have about the kids you love, man. Well, Kareen, uh, oh, if it makes God. you feel any better, just know that you and I, and, as well as like millions of parents who are listening right now who took their firstborn to daycare uh, or school for the first time this school year, we are all in this together and we're going to experience these feelings together and we all have each other's back, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, stay strong, girl. You know we love you. Thank you. Uh, All right, Corinne, sitting take in the care. car. I know. Until 11 a.m., bro. That's a long time. <laughs> sitting in the car. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What do you consider to be simple pleasures? Oh, like like the smell of a, a good book. <laughs> I guess that would be. I guess that would be a simple pleasure. <laughs> Okay. I thought you were gonna say like flowers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> smell of a good book. I love not the even smell a of, new book, but yeah, I, I love book. the smell of a used old vintage book. Right. What do bad books smell like? <laughs> <laughs> um, mashed potatoes, peas, and lime. <laughs> Um, Okay, so they ask people to sort of rank your quote-unquote simple pleasures. Okay. Um, Oh, like finding a quarter. uh, (laughs) Okay, yeah. Finding a quarter for sure. (laughs) Can I give you a couple of examples, Maury, and then maybe just to put you on the right path (laughs) from the smell of a good book and finding a quarter. Taking a long, hot shower. Mm. Like having the just freedom in a day to where your life allows you to just take a long, hot shower. Right? Simple pleasure. Uh, A comfortable bed is a simple pleasure. Fresh sheets. Being able to sleep in with no alarm is a simple pleasure. Okay, Maury. Finding a $5 bill in your winter coat. No, no, that's not a simple pleasure. That is actually your money. You're finding (laughs) your own money. Okay? You, all right. You already worked the hours oh. and got paid. You just lost $5 okay. and then found it. Simple pleasure. Could the 
that first sip of coffee in the morning. Oh, yeah. Would that be considered a simple pleasure? Uh, it, that could be 100% a, a simple pleasure. Uh, going to the movies oh, is on the list. Yes. Watching the sunrise or the sunset is on the list. Yeah. Oh, waking up and you realize you still have a half hour left to sleep. Sure, that is a simple pleasure. Uh, holding hands with someone you love, they say, is a simple pleasure. Yeah, okay. What? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because that's right. You and Matthew don't hold hands. No. Right. Not even at home, huh? No. You never sit on the couch and hold hands? No, no. Really? No, it's too hot in here. I don't like weight. <laughs> Wait, he says that to you? Yeah. No, like, he doesn't. I don't really? like weight. Like, because your arm would be on yeah, his like Too arm? much weight on me. Too much weight. Do you ever, like, if you're watching your favorite show, just, like, lean over and maybe put your head on his shoulder and, like, try to... Yeah, and if he doesn't notice, like, a good, a good two minutes in How that. How does he not notice? Because <laughs> if he's sleeping or he's, if he's into the show. Okay, Jeez, simple man. pleasures. My head on Matthew's shoulder. Yeah. Uh, buying new clothes is a yes. simple pleasure. That's number four on the, the list. The smell of a packaged toy. Uh, eating... <laughs> Eating ice cream is a simple pleasure, they say. Uh, cooking your favorite meal. But what is the number one simple pleasure that uh, people say they get the most out of it? Oh, a kiss on oh. the cheek. Yeah, I was going to say, like a kiss with your loved one? No, listening to your favorite music. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Not a free quarter? No, not a... <laughs> No. Again, Maury, it's probably your money. <laughs> okay? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Chris, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on? Uh, not much. I just want to call and thank you guys for the podcast because it helped keep my sanity on a road trip I was on a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Where were you going? Where are you going from and heading to? So I'll give you the roadmap. It was Mississauga to Savannah, Georgia. Oof, and wow. then Savannah, Georgia to Naples, Florida, back up to Atlanta, back to Tennessee, and then back home. Hold on. For what? For work? No, just to visit family and friends. Damn. Jeez, How long is that drive? Mississauga to Savannah was about 16 hours. Yeah. 16? And then you still had to travel over to Florida? Yeah. Holy! So how much? How much of the podcast did you get through? Uh, I got through about, I'd say, eight episodes, and I listened to the games episode about four times. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's crazy, dude! <laughs> Holy! And were you traveling solo, or you had people with you in the car? No, I had my fiance with me for the, for most of the like, like it was just the two of us for most of it, and then her brother joined us for the last couple legs. He flew down to Atlanta, so. Oh, okay. Wow. I have a question: When you're traveling that long of a distance. You have the people in the car with you and stuff. Does anyone pitch in for gas, like the family you're visiting? Not the family we're visiting, no. We just we had our own money sort of saved up for gas. Well, you think that like they're going to show what? up at somebody's house and ask for gas money? Hey, we're here. Can no, you but pay I think, for like, gas? If we're, like, hey, I'm going to drive to Savannah, Georgia to visit you. I think that it would be a nice thing to do, like say, hey, that's awesome. I'll give you some gas money. But that would be like if somebody came to visit you for Christmas and then they asked you for money for their plane ticket. That's ridiculous. Well, I just think that if you're going to drive that far of a distance, then they should at least offer the gas money. No, that no world does that happen. When you and Matthew flew to Portugal to go visit Matthew's family, did you ask them for money to go towards your plane tickets? No, but they put us up and cooked for us. So they, the room and board, like they covered the food and, and the bed. Yeah, but you didn't ask them for money. No, no, because they were giving us food. I just wonder, I'm just wondering, like if I'm going to drive to Savannah, Georgia, I just think that at least, at least pitch in 40 bucks. Jesus. So are your fiance and her brother like fans of the Raza Mocha show as well? Yep, they are. Oh, okay. So it's not like they were being forced to listen to the podcast and asking who these weirdos are on the radio. No, but it was just, it was kind of uncomfortable for my fiance trying to sleep at three in the morning where I'm howling because 
one of you guys is getting pinched. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those games episodes, they get you. They do. And, and, I'm, and I'm sorry, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. I think Roz is getting hosed with no charades. Yeah, thank you. What are you talking about? Thank you. No. <laughs> He's just that bad at playing the game. No, 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 no. I may be that bad, but I don't think you're that good. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You just can't take know, the man. fact that I'm better I don't than know. you at something. That's aside from all this, though. That's a whole separate, <laughs> that's a whole separate issue. Yeah, that's a whole separate issue. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like losing. No. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris, thank you so much for calling in. We uh, appreciate the dedication. Uh, we appreciate your love for the podcast. And we just can't thank you enough for your support, man. Well, I appreciate you guys taking my call. I really do. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Man. See, you guys asked me this the last time I called, and I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence again. Who did you Who did you say the last time? Mocha. Oh. So who is it this time, then? All, he's, now he's on the fence. What, yeah, did, I, what, I, did, what did Mocha I, do I, I to can't. you? I can't. Oh. Mocha's no longer the man's favorite. This is no, big come news. On, Chris. This is big news. You got to pick. You know how this works. You you, you said my name the last time. You know how many times people said my name the last time and I didn't get a response from them? Oh, um, Damn, Chris. Bitter much? <laughs> <laughs> Say my name, Chris. You know you want to. Ross. Yeah. Oh! Ho, ho! <sighs> Hello really? and new! What, what changed? What changed, Chris? No charades. I felt bad. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that a pity? No, 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 honestly, 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 it's because I listen to a lot of the, um, the fix my life and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and no, and because you guys actually helped me get through a really rough time a few years ago, my grandmother passed away and stuff like that. And listening to a lot of Ross's advice was like somebody who sort of helped me get through a rough time. So it kind of sort of kind of sort of gravitated towards that. Jeez, man, you were so lucky. Mocha was just about to go in on you until you whipped out the dead uh, the dead relative. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't want to actually physically whip them out because I would have been even more weird. But. That's what she said. Uh, Mocha was just about to lay into you, and now he's like, oh, man. Yeah, I can't. I can't, Chris. <laughs> Chris, you know we love you, brother. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So... Where to begin? Where to begin? I don't even know. I'm like, I'm as interested in celebrity birthdays, Justin Trudeau, oh. as I am in Cody Lee winning America's Got Ooh. Talent. Like I just, <laughs> man, did we not say yesterday? I'm I know. Sure, like collectively, everybody watching HET this no. season were like, he's got to win. He's got to no, win. But there was that other kid too, right? So there was this other kid. I don't remember his name, um, who played the violin. And he's like one of those, you know, you see them all, all over YouTube where he's one of these people that plays the violin over top of like contemporary songs, right? Yeah. And he's really good, but he's also a little kid. And I think that he overcame cancer. And on the first night of the finale, Simon Cowell told him that Beyonce personally cleared a Destiny's Child song for him to perform. Tyler Butler's his name. Tyler Butler, thank you. Uh, that Beyonce personally cleared 
a, a Destiny's Child song because she does not do that. Wow. Right? So she personally gave him yeah. permission to do the song in the finale I mean, to sort of put him up. How do you some of these kids? Uh, okay, right. Some so, of these stories that you see on I know. the show, right? And, and this is the great thing about America's Got Talent is that it's not a situation where you can reward everybody. Somebody has to lose. Like when you're going in there and you, you set, you, you load that stage up with all these incredible stories that are heartbreaking and beautiful. Yeah. But somebody's, somebody's going to win and the rest are going to lose. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. Ricky Bobby said it. <laughs> Performing with Leona Lewis oh, last night. Oh, 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 right. It's And if you don't know his story, he's blind, he's autistic, and uh, his mom is always there with him, and he, like, but yeah, every time he sat down to sing at the piano, it's like instant goosebumps. <laughs> like, he's so crazy And now he's going to be living that Vegas lifestyle? Right? Yeah, but could you imagine? It's so, I, I find that so hysterical that you take a kid like Come Cody Lee, who's on. the absolute, like, he's the most pure human being yeah. that I've seen. The most think, innocent of innocent. I think in my life... And you're sending him to... <laughs> maybe he'll change it. You know? Maybe that's what Vegas needs. Maybe Vegas needs a Cody Lee. You know? For every carrot top, you gotta have a Cody Lee. No, but still, but Cody Lee does not need what Vegas offers. For every topless review, you gotta have a Cody Lee. <laughs> Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. You, what's up, princess? Hey, not much. Good morning. Nope. How are you today? I'm good. All right. So, princess, you wrote us this. Uh, Raz and Mocha FML. After selling our condo in April, my husband, three kids, and the dog and I uh, have been living with my in-laws in their two-bedroom condo. The deal was we would get the master bedroom, but instead we're in the small room. My husband and I sleep on the floor on top of comforters while the kids sleep on the futon. We've been searching for anything with three bedrooms, but the housing market is so so expensive. My father-in-law has walked in on me naked while I was changing and didn't apologize or even close the door. He just stared at me. Uh, what can I do to get them to give us the bigger room uh, and to create some boundaries while we are there? How did you wind up there? Why'd you sell your condo? The maintenance was way too high. Like when we bought, it was at 500 And then when we sold, it was at 750 like we couldn't keep up. 
Right. Ah. See with that the maintenance fees. That's the problem with with uh, it's a very common problem, and that is when you you know you you look at these condos or these houses where you're like, okay, yeah, you do the math and you sit down with a with somebody at the bank or a mortgage lender, and they're like, okay, you can figure this out, and then the condo fees and the taxes are this, and then you guys do your math, and you're like, yeah, we got that, but that's your max. Yeah. You should never yeah. get into a situation where an extra two hundred dollars a month is going to put you guys out of a house. Nobody should ever put themselves in that position. I feel like we rushed into it because even before we bought the condo, we were living with them. And you're continuously looking for a place to live? Yeah, we are. Now we're desperate, so we're looking even for rentals. Talk to us about the agreement that you guys had going into this with your in-laws where how was it agreed that you guys would get the the master? Well, my mother-in-law's like, instead of looking for a rental, just come here. We'll give you the master bedroom. And then as soon as we got here, my father-in-law's like, I don't want to give up the master bedroom. Just give them Jarek's room, which is my husband's little brother. So, <laughs> Well, I don't think, I mean, you're living in their place, so I think that they can call the shots as to which room that you get. Uh, I yeah. don't think at this point you're going to be able to get the master bedroom. Now, but they in terms, did say though they, they said they, they made the decision to move in there because they said that they could sure. get the master. So the next thing I was going to say is, what is your husband's opinion on the entire situation? And has your husband brought up with his parents that hey, before we moved in here, you guys said we could get the master bedroom? No, he hasn't. He's he's been kind of quiet about it. Well, but, he, like, I spoke to his sister, and his, his sister even tried talking, like, to his parents, and his dad's stubborn. Well, he's got <laughs> to have that conversation. If that was yeah. agreed upon, mm-hmm. even, even if it doesn't happen, you need to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs to have that conversation. He's got to sack up. Why and, is he and not saying anything down. to his parents? Is he scared of them? I think so. Yeah. Oh. Also, you're, also it's a, it's, you're in a completely vulnerable situation. You had to go, you're grown and you had to go back and ask your parents if you can move your entire five-person family into their two-bedroom condo. Yeah. Like, I get it. You don't want to rock the boat. You want to feel grateful and fortunate for what you have. But if there was an agreement, there was an agreement. Where are you guys, where are you guys looking? Like, are you trying to stay in the city? Is that the deal? We're trying to stay in Mississauga. Oh, okay. Wow, Mississauga is pretty expensive, though. <laughs> for myself, I'm open-minded to move, like, even to Brantford or Windsor, because it is cheaper there, but the jobs, right? Yeah. Plus, your kids go to me, school, I, right? I work for Tim Hortons, yeah. so I can transfer. The kids, they'll adapt. And, and can he find a job if you guys moved, or no? Oh, my gosh, yeah. He works for Canada Post. Oh my God! So yeah. what is going? Listen, I'm like, why are we still here? Yeah, I think you need to have a sit down with your husband first and foremost. You know what? I'm so stressed. I throw up. There's so many beautiful, like little communities, like outside of Toronto, but there's still a quick train ride mm-hmm. back into the city or back in to see your in-laws or whatever. Like, look around. Like, like, geez. Even if you went out to like parts of you know Halton. You know, there's some great little areas out there that are on the go line that are just like go farther, like look in and around like rural outside of Guelph, even like like all those places, okay. man. Like there's some really yeah. beautiful places out yeah. there. Great places to raise a kid. If you can transfer to a different Tim Hortons, he's got a union job with the post office and has a little bit of freedom to move. What in the hell are you waiting I for? Know. I know. I want to go. It's I think you got. Him. I think you got a husband problem. You don't have in law problems. I think so yeah. that and well, both a bit of both. Well, no it, I think it's, it, it, it stems. Well, I mean, your father in law walked in on you naked. 
Like, yeah. what did your your husband say about that? Oh my gosh, he see that he spoke to, he spoke to him about it. Yeah, it hasn't happened so far. Knock on wood. Right. I'm just done because like I can't do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> princess. I think you need to to have a sit down with your husband. Yeah. Privately, yeah. outside of the condo, with no distractions, and face to face, and lay it all out online. Everything on the table. Yeah, I'm gonna do that for sure. Yeah, you guys don't have an apartment problem. You have like a life problem. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> change your. You have to to change your life as opposed to just find a three bedroom. Like it's you guys got to make. Yeah. You have to make some big decisions here. If you do find a place, it's never going to get cheaper. It's only going no. to get more expensive. And if two hundred dollars a month extra put you guys under, it's only a matter of time before it's going to happen again. Again, yeah. You got to change your life. You guys got to come up with. A new plan. Hopefully that helps, Princess. You got this. Thank you. Okay, honey. You you. have a good day. Yes, you too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I didn't watch any of the stuff on TV last night. I didn't watch Dancing with the Stars. I didn't watch the Beyonce thing. I was so pissed because our Monday, Tuesday night ritual in the house after we put our son to sleep is to get on the couch together and watch Bachelor in Paradise. Right. And we had everything timed right to the minute. Oh, of course. And we sat down yes, on the couch. Yes, professionals. It was 7.58. Yes. And we sat down at the couch. Ready and to I go. Put it on city. Come on now. Eight o'clock hits. Boom. And it's not Bachelor in Paradise. What was it? Because it's supposed to be the finale. It was um, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, and then I switched over to ABC because sometimes ABC shows it yeah. on one night and then city will show it on another night, yeah. right? And it was the same thing. There was the big... Debut of Dancing with the Stars. So what did they do? Did they bump Bachelor in Paradise? So Bachelor the next in Paradise, week? no, it was going to air tonight. Now, oh, uh, yeah. And now you know your kid's going to be a nightmare and not want to go to bed on time. And you guys are going to be a PBR I, you know world. I watched a little bit of Dancing with the Stars. It wasn't bad. Yeah, was right. I watched like three minutes. I, I noticed it. that they put Sean Spicer in like the most flamboyant, crazy bright puffy shirt, right? <laughs> Can I tell you, as soon as I saw him in that outfit, I was like, man, that was yeah. so on purpose. <laughs> it was totally on purpose. They totally trolled yeah. him. And he was yeah. like, and, it, and he you was probably saying... You are going to look ridiculous tonight. No, and he was probably saying, like, I... You, you sure this is all right? And they're like, yeah, yeah. listen, it's dancing. All the great dancers Hell, do yes. this. That, but that's true, though. It is. It's that that part of it's not a lie. But you know, you didn't get to wear like the cool. You know, you didn't get to do the grease theme dance to kick it all off, where they give you a yeah. leather jacket and tight jeans. Right. You know, they gave you the lime green puffy or like the, shirt, or like the nice <laughs> loose kind of like tuxedo, something, or even like a dress Real. as a sailor. You know what I mean? There's still nobility in that. But uh, but no, to go to come out of the gate with that lime Oof. green. Puffy shirt. <laughs> I couldn't have a better man. guy. It was uh, so great. But no, I, but I didn't. I didn't watch. But I saw that Christy. What happened to Christy Brinkley? She break her arm during rehearsal. Is that the deal? Something like that. Yeah. Man, I didn't know Christy Brinkley was sixty five. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Christy Brinkley's sixty five years now. old. Let me just let me let me double check this. Sixty five. She yeah. does not look sixty five. Yeah. So I guess she was in rehearsals. And they performed a move, and then she tripped over her partner's foot, lost her footing. She fell. It happens. On her hands, and she looked like she was in terrible pain. So what, her daughter's now stepping in to 
to take over? Explain this to me, Maury. What's happening here? I don't even know. Is her, is her daughter famous? Her daughter, yeah. Her daughter is a Victoria's oh. Secret model. Oh. But a lot of people, well, Wendy Williams is saying that the breaking of the arm was fake just to get the <laughs> supermodel on the show. <laughs> oh, just to get the daughter. Yeah, yeah, On yeah. the show. Christy Brinkley, she's 65. She fractured her shoulder oh. and her wrist practicing over the weekend. Oh. Well, that looked fake as hell. Oh. Okay. Let me tell you what I see. I don't see a wrist and a shoulder being fractured. But that was real cute. Listen, here's my thought, okay? I think what Christy did was she signed up for Dancing with the Stars knowing that she put her daughter Sailor in there. Now, you know, Sailor is beautiful. <laughs> Sailor is a Sports Illustrated model. But that's not as big as being a Jenner mo- like a Kendall Jenner. Oh, here Damn. we go. Wendy Williams. Her audience is sassy, huh? Oh, I love it. Very. <laughs> she could just say hello and her audience is like, <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So today's the day that all of us Apple stands have been waiting for. Oh, is it? Since it was announced like a week and a half ago yeah. that the uh, new iPhone, iPhone 11 Pro Max Supreme Extra Large, huge, about it. drops about today. It. Yeah. And I'm excited. So I've had the iPhone 10. Uh-huh. Is that the new one? The yeah. newish one? They sent it to me like a month ago. Uh-huh. And it's still sitting on my couch in like the bag. Oh, I, you I, I, no, it? I haven't activated it yet. Why not? Because I don't, I don't like, I'm fine with mine. What is this one that I have? The eight? Yeah. I'm fine with it, baby. Oh, okay. I got no problem. But you, yeah. I'm like, I live vicariously through you when it comes to all the new Apple gear because you always have the best. Yeah. You always have the newest I and need you have to the have best. All of it. You need to. I need the Today iPhone is your day. 11. I need the Apple Watch. Yes. Series 5. Uh-huh. I need the new iPad. Right. And we're going to head over to uh, the Eaton Center right now to talk to the very first person in line standing in front of the Apple store. And we had a conversation as to whether it was going to be like years past, whether it was going to be the mob scene, or does everybody now just order online like you did? Elijah, what's up, man? It's Razamoka. Hi. I'm pretty good in you, so. Good. good, man. How many people are behind you right now? You're first in line. I uh, Right now, there's three people behind me. Three. That's it? Oh, how times three. have changed. <laughs> you know, how man? times yeah. have changed. <laughs> what time did you show up at Eaton Center to stand in front of the uh, Apple store for the new iPhone? Uh, 3.25. Okay, wow. and then how long until the next person showed up? Jeez, uh, about like an hour later. Now, did you like, at that point, do you start thinking, do I have the wrong store or like am I at the wrong door or do I have the wrong day? To be honest, I was thinking, hmm, I could have used a little extra nap time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny how uh, this used to be the thing because we've been doing these calls to people waiting in line at the Eaton Center for years. Yeah. Right? And well, every single time, it, <laughs> the number of people in line have started to go down, down, yeah. down, and down. Yeah. And now this morning, there's only three people yeah. standing in front of the Apple store. Yeah, it's amazing. So so what's your what's your plan then? If they open the gates, you're going to start elbowing the two people behind you and <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no need for that. We can be civil. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's your plan? What are you going to get? Uh, so I'm planning on getting the uh, iPhone 11 uh, Pro Max. Yeah. I originally re- reserved it for the gold, but I saw the green, and I think I might want to want the green. Oh. So that's why I'm standing in line, because my reservation actually is at 1.30. Wait, 1.30 oh. this afternoon? Yeah. So I figured if I came early, I could probably change the color. Oh, my God. What about the Apple Watch? Are you going to get Series 5 or what? Yeah, but I don't want to break the budget all in one day. Okay, so how much is... What are we talking here now? Like, when you saw all this new gear was coming out and you decided on what you were going to get, and Mocha just brought up the new Apple Watch, what are we talking right now? Like, those doors are going to open and you're going to drop what? I'm doing a trade-in. 
Okay. So my current value for my phone is about seven hundred. Yeah. And that will take off. Sorry, well, that'll take off seven hundred off the price. Which okay, hold on, hold on, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. Just tell us what you're getting. You're getting the iPhone 11 Pro Max, right? Yeah. 512 gigabytes. Oh, you're doing the 512. Oh. That's 2,000 yeah. bucks right there, okay? Before that's taxes. Yeah. Okay, now, are you getting Apple Care? No. Let no me tell Apple you, Care? That's a, that's no, a gamble. That's a gamble, bro. Single, every single iPhone I've ever had, I've never had an issue with it. But you know, know. Apple, here's this. I never used to get Apple Care until recently when I got Roxy uh, a MacBook, right? Yeah. And the reason I got Apple Care was the guy goes, because it now covers water. Uh, we're talking to a, a Elijah, by the way. He's first in line at the mall to get the new Apple stuff. Okay, so let's just say you get Apple Care. Okay, that's two hundred and forty-nine bucks. So, <laughs> so before taxes, you're at two thousand two hundred forty-nine dollars. Oh, I usually always get the newer iPhone anyway, yeah. every year. So the Apple Care doesn't really matter if there's an issue with the phone within yeah. that year. My warranty covers it. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, well, best of luck to you. It sounds like mayhem down Thank there, you. Elijah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know well, if you can like, hear us right now with all the crowd noise behind <laughs> him. But we wish you luck. Getting the new I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> but we wish you luck today, man. Don't get um, hurt. I'll try not to get trampled. <laughs> yeah, try not to get trampled. Elijah, what's the first thing you're going to do with that iPhone? Are you going to make a phone call? Are you going to text someone? Are you going to do an email? Are you going to take a picture with the uh, three lenses on the back of that camera? I'm going to do my second selfie for the day. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Welcome, to Welcome to 2019, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much, Elijah. You're welcome. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You've been watching Dancing with the Stars this week? I follow Dancing with the Stars like I follow football. You know what I mean? Like, I don't actually sit and watch the games, but I'm very interested in the results yeah. on Monday morning. Uh, Sean Spicer, lightning rod on that show, man. Oh Tom Bergeron, God. not happy they cast him. A lot of people not happy they cast him. But I'll tell you what happens to, when you're not a popular person and you go on Dancing with the Stars is they dress you like an idiot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you have to, right? And if you go through some yeah. of the comments on Twitter oh. from this oh, week the yeah. reaction to Sean Spicer no, on Dancing good. with the Stars are just <laughs> terrible Sean so. Spicer on the Ross and Mocha show how's it going man um, great good morning thanks for having me what's the what's I, I need to know because there was so much heat on you when they when they cast you like even Tom Bergeron you know came out and, and, and said everything he said but what is the mood in the room when you show up uh, it's actually pretty calm and enjoyable and fun we've yeah uh, we practice, you know, every day in the same facility, and, and it's a great group of folks. Um, so I, I think there's might be a different perception as to what exists, uh, you know, from what some of the folks in the media present and what we, uh, as a group of individuals, uh, seem to really enjoy each other's company and uh, are rooting for each other and watching each other's practices. Uh, I, I sort of felt, did you feel like this? Because the, the shirt that they put you in on episode one, I thought it was like a little bit of a troll job. Did you feel that it was a little bit of a troll job? I, I think it was more of like a payback. It was sort of like... <laughs> yeah. <figure> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was like, look, here's the deal. I mean, I think it was sort of like, all right, if he's going to do this, then we're going to throw him out into the deep end real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have already, I did my fitting for, for this week and, and we've gotten back to like closer to reality. For all the other stars that are on there, you can sort of tell like what their fan base is built on. Like the people that are going to vote for them, they know them from a, like a, a football team or a show or whatever it is. Your fan base 
Who who are they? Like, are these sort of like Trump fans that are voting for you because they sort of still love Trump and you were part of that whole thing? Or like, where are your fans? What are they fans of? Do you know what I'm asking? Yeah, so it's mostly my family. Um, <laughs> and some people I met on Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay so, so it's your Insta followers and, uh, and, and a couple family members. Sure, like, if, right. you, if you win with like 14 people, I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Um, right. We we actually set up a site called Lindsay uh, Spicer Lindsay Spicer Arnold dot com. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously my partner's Lindsay Arnold, so it's Spicer Arnold. And just for fun, because of my background being in campaigns, we're like, hey, let's try to make this fun and have a campaign and put an ad up. And so we put a, our first campaign ad up yesterday. I mean, if you go watch the video, we, we've had some fun with it. You know, so it's I think it's a, it's a variety of folks. Um, I can tell just by the, some of the comments that we get that's just people are you know saying hey look you guys are out there clearly trying to have fun Mm because it's obvious that i'm no james vanderbeek when it comes to dancing (laughs) and uh so i think that you know there's folks that clearly want some level of entertainment and fun brought to the show that maybe i offer and um and so hopefully you know they they want to see me stay on the show and we'll vote what is the most difficult part of the entire process for you, Sean Spicer, of being on uh, Dancing with the Stars? Is it the amount of time it takes for you to practice a routine or is it performing in front of that live audience? It's not the time because, I mean, I I think even Lindsay will admit that I'm a pretty driven person when it comes to, okay, tell me what I need to learn. But I just don't, this is not something that comes natural to me at all. And so um, I think, you know, I've watched the other folks practice and sometimes they, they just, they might have a little bit harder time learning the steps, but they're gifted at making them pop. I'm the opposite. I can learn the steps really quick. Like it takes a lot of going, okay, at this one, you really need to lean in or transfer your weight Mm -hmm. to make it look like something resembling a dance. Did Trump tweet anything when you got cast in this or when you were on the other night? Not the other night. No, No. Uh, he did initially when I was cast, but the, the votes don't start until next week. So. Right. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Uh, I imagine somebody like you who's used to those sort of, you know, the, the regular, you know, suits. They fit like a regular man's suit supposed to fit like. Lots of room. I imagine the, the transition to extremely tight pants was something that uh, you're still getting used to. Yeah, 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 that's definitely not. <laughs> I think the other thing is I'm used to buttoning my shirt all the way to the top. No, <laughs> no, man. I, 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 I got my first spray tan in my life. They're like, you need to do that. I'm like, why, why, would, why, why would I do that? Yeah. And they're like, because this shirt is going to require. And I'm like, oh, again, we're getting into like things that I didn't. Have to ever think about or deal with in the past. Yeah, yeah. And, you're, and, you're and nobody hooked. told you before you said before you said yes. <laughs> Apparently, afterwards they said, "Well, you know, you could have said." I said, "Well, I didn't know this." You know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean Spicer, thanks very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. You bet, guys. Thank you. Have a great one. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Pat. It's Razamoka. What's up? Well, I have a question for you. Okay. Me and my daughter saw you. Uh, I don't want to say the place because I don't know if you want. Saw who? Roz or Mocha? Oh, sorry. Mocha. Sorry, I'm okay. talking to Roz. Okay. I saw Mocha. Okay. He was with his wife. A hundred percent it was him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we contemplated going up to him, but we didn't want to interrupt his, you know, lunch with his wife. And they looked like a really cute couple, by the way. Um, so we decided not to, but now we're like... That might we might have missed our only chance to meet him. So <laughs> oh. I was just wondering uh-huh. 
if uh, we did the right thing or would he have minded if we came up to us at high? No, Pat, I love meeting people who listen to this show. I have no problem with anyone uh, coming up and saying hi. I know exactly what you're talking about. Saturday, uh, Jen and I were out in Woodbridge and went to our favorite yeah. veal place, uh, oh. California Sandwich. Yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, you went to yeah. California Sandwich? Oh, so good. So and, good. Um, yeah, no, you know what? As long as I'm, I've been in situations where someone has come up to us at a table where I am either mid bite or a mouthful of food mm-hmm. and my hands are messy. Yeah. And someone's like, hey, nice to meet you. And like, the rude thing is to not shake that person's hand, but at the same time, the rude thing is to shake that person's hand. Hand when I got veal sandwich all over it. Yeah, but you know I, what I mean, yeah, no, 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 I, 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 I agree with you. It's a and it's a tough thing for. I don't know. It's a tough thing for fans too because you don't want to be rude, sure. right? You don't want to be like, "Is this the right place, right time?" I get it. People like you and they want to meet you and. But I will I will say this. If it is Mocha, I would 100% encourage people to just go for it. What table okay. were you at? That place was it's packed on was Saturday. It? Oh, my we God. We were, yeah. like, at the table right in front of the cash. Actually, I kind of made eye contact with you when you came out of the bathroom because you're walking back to your table. So you may or may not remember me. Obviously, I'm going to remember, but... So, and I was with two girls. They're oh, okay. in the car with me now. They listen to you yeah. every day uh, on the way to school because we have like a 30 minute commute. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody knows not to call me at 8.40 when the news is on because if they do, I just ignore the phone call. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> you're just into the news so much. Yeah. Oh, well, Pat, it was lovely speaking with you. It was lovely yeah. almost meeting you on the weekend. Um, but yeah, no, if you ever see me out in public and like, even though my wife and I don't live in Woodbridge anymore, we still spend a lot of time. Uh, uh, in Woodbridge, if you ever see us, why did you ever out? move? Why didn't you just stay in Woodbridge? You guys just spent all your time in Woodbridge. You I, I out of Woodbridge. I didn't do the research, right? <laughs> I, I didn't do the research on where the nearest uh, California sandwiches were. I, I know you had all and your also, favorite things. The IKEA that we went to prior to getting our veal sandwich, yeah, is also the one in Woodbridge. Yeah, and then another baby store that we went to is also you, in Woodbridge. You guys should think about moving to Woodbridge. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Do you mind just saying hi to my girls, Vanessa and Alexia? Hi, Vanessa like, and Alexia. How are you? Right now. <laughs> We're good. Hey, girls. Yeah. You guys enjoyed your veal sandwiches? Yeah. 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 Right. My daughter's the one I noticed you first. Aww. She's like, I think that's Mocha. <laughs> well, next time, uh, next time you see me anywhere around, please say hi. It would be very nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. You thanks, it. Pat. Have a great day, guys. Bye, love. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Scott and Tessa are retiring. Is that the deal? Yeah. Well, so like retiring from competition, but they're still going to... They're still going to tour. Oh, okay. They're still going to do their shows and stuff. Oh, okay. Just no more Olympics. Just no more, yeah. No more winning the gold. Man. They won a lot, too. Yeah? Because they're the best. He just got engaged, didn't he? He did? I think so. Oh, okay. Not to her, though. No, everybody, everybody wanted that. I know. God, you remember that? But they when dated for a while, didn't like, they? When they think when how they do you not? How do you not though? I when know. you're in that situation, I know, right? I know. God, though, that that one routine that they did at the Olympics and everybody was the one like, in Vancouver, right? No, 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 no. The, la- the-, the last Olympics was the big one where everybody was like, oh my God, because the way that they were looking at each other, they're like, these two, come on, police. Yeah. And that's what got them the gold. <laughs> it was. Chemistry matters. Oh, especially for sure. to those judges. Yeah. Uh, no big press conference. No uh, sort of one-on-ones. No in-depth documentary style sit down. They announced their retirement 
on a video on social media directly to their fans. After 22 years, it feels like the right time to step away from the sport. I mean, not before we pour our hearts and souls into this Rock the Ring tour. We can't wait to go coast to coast and celebrate this with all of you. But this is so personal and, yeah. and emotional for both of us. We're just so grateful. How lucky are we, really, that we've got to share all of this together and with all of you. Yeah, we just still can't believe people care. Like, people have showed up. They've supported us year after year over a 22-year career. And... We feel like the most fortunate kids in Canada still. It just feels for us like it's the right time to say goodbye. Well, we're still loving and enjoying the sport as much as we always have. Thank you so much for your unwavering support. It truly has meant the world to us. Right? 22 years, five Olympic medals, three of them gold, most decorated figure skaters in Olympic history, four world championships, nine Canadian titles. Like, come on. Yeah, what else? Respect, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See Alex Trebek yesterday? Oh, oh so man. heartbreaking, man. It's so hard. And didn't we just have like a good news story about Alex the other day? Yeah, he was like... On like Monday. He was talking, well, a couple of weeks ago, he was talking how the sort of chemo did its thing. And like he was speaking in terms of almost like remission where everybody, everything was stable. Like his numbers were good and the doctors were optimistic and he was going back to work. And then earlier this week, the announcement was made that he was back on set of Jeopardy taping, taping new shows. And then I and then yesterday morning he was on uh, Good Morning America, um, making the announcement that he has to immediately go back in for another round of chemo. I realize that there is an end in sight for me, just as there is for everyone else. When I do pass on, one thing they will not say at my funeral is, oh, he was taken from us too soon. Hey guys, I'm 79 years old. I've had one hell of a good life and I've enjoyed it. And the thought of passing on doesn't frighten me. The effect it will have on my loved ones, yes, that bothers me and makes me sad. But the thought of myself moving on, hey folks, comes with the territory. Oh man. Is he not taking this like in Come on, most, Alex, why you gotta do that to us, bro? Incredible Alex Trebek way. Really Just so level headed and rational. To be that level headed and to be that rational about your own death when you see it coming. Because the numbers for the, the cancer that Alex Trebek has, and he knew this at the beginning, yeah. he was the one that actually informed a lot of people about the numbers of stage four pancreatic cancer, which is, if you actually look at it, it's, it's just an inevitable killer. You don't survive. And the people that do, the number is so slim. Um, but because he's Alex Trebek and you assume that he has access to the yeah. best, that you assume that you know, he's getting the best, which you know, he probably is getting the best, but that is still no guarantee. But to just be so rational, it is, it's just the most Alex Trebek thing to be so level-headed and rational and just understand your his own sort of place in the world to have that view on his own coming death is just... It's the most Alex Trebek thing ever, man. Is he still filming? 
the latest He was season? earlier this week. Yeah, because um, they, they announced that he was back. He's yeah. filming, I think it was episode, uh, I don't, season 36 yeah, I don't of think Jeopardy. He's, I don't they think he's did, going um, to. They did that interview on the set of Jeopardy. No, 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 I know. But I don't think he's going to, I don't think, because he wasn't He wasn't shooting while he was going through chemo the last time. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's like invasive, the the, the, no, of the, the amount that he's going through. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll hit pause on, on Jep. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what the schedule is. And what's going to happen to those episodes that they already recorded? Oh, they'll, they'll run them. They, yeah. they ran one last night. Yeah, mm. yeah. They'll they'll run them. They'll. It's Jeopardy. You know, it's just yeah. it's it's Jeopardy is this thing that's bigger than you. It's bigger than Alex. It's bigger than everybody. And uh, Jeopardy will will continue. And uh, that's Alex Trebek. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The first time I saw Downton Abbey written, like the first time I read the words, yeah, I thought it was a misspelling. I was like, oh, isn't that supposed to be Downtown Abbey? Well, that's why I, I called it. Like, I, it's the same thing when I watched, um, God, what was that great show on Netflix? The, the British things? No, no, the British one. The with the, no, the, oh. the one with the terrorists. 24. No, what show was that? The Hitman. N- no, the was it called no, Bodyguard. Body, Bodyguard. Yeah. When I watched Bodyguard, what really threw me off was I went through that first episode where they just referred to the big boss lady as ma'am, but with the accent, it just sounded like everyone was calling her mom. You know what? What? That just blew my mind. Yeah? Because the first few, I thought that they were calling her mom. No, it's ma'am, but it's just the way they say ma'am. it. Yeah, mom. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. So I thought it was mom. I, I was like, why does everybody call this woman mom? Like, is that a thing? And it really took me out of the first episode. Yeah. And it was the same thing with Downton, where I just thought that was like an accent thing, where they don't say downtown. They don't it pronounce was, the W. No, yeah. Or anyway, the second W People love that show, man. Yeah. Holy. And they got a movie in theaters tomorrow. Damon Mori sat down with uh, three of the cast members for the movie. And one of the first things he brought up is exactly what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Now, I can't be the only one that, when this show first started, thought that it was actually Downtown Abbey. Mm, oh, you're right. A lot of um, North American people did say that. But they don't do it now. Do you do that now? I still do it now. Do you? Yeah. I had somebody do it to me the other day. And I said, it's Downton. He said, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's Downton. Now, I'll tell you who doesn't do that. Who's a new fan. Get this. Beyonce. Really? So, wait, what? Yeah, all for real. This is true. She loves Downton Abbey. How do you know Beyonce loves Downton Abbey? Because somebody told me. I don't really. But I, it's, she said it in the press, so it must be true. There you go. So that was, who you talking to? Uh, Lady Edith Crawley you are talking to, uh, Mrs. Patmore you are talking to, and uh, Thomas Brown was also in there, right? What's okay. the timeline that this uh, this show takes place? Uh, like King George V timeline? What is oh. that? Wait, so, was like, that way, way old. I can't I can't hear you. Like when was that? What? The twenties. The twenties. Oh. Okay, yeah. When learning, I guess, because you had to learn the etiquette of the day. What was the most, I guess, bizarre or most silly piece of etiquette that you had to learn? We because we are like people of this time, we we would hug each other and, you know, are physical with each other and they did not do that and even the servants did not do that. So there's no hugging back then? No, no, no. And of course it's your temptation if there's a sad scene and, and I'm very fond of Daisy, you know, the, the, the little maid there, um, kitchen maid and, well, she's much more now. But anyway, I, I would naturally want to comfort her if she was upset but that was a big fat no-no at that time. It, you just didn't do it. How can you go through life without hugging? 
Oh, well, I mean, no, no, Mrs. Exactly, welcome to 1920. Although Mrs. Hughes is probably getting her fair deal of hugs at the minute from Mr. Carson. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, they are married. Oh, so in the 20s, you weren't allowed to hug? Well, not if you were the help. I don't know. The man, I don't know. What do I know from the, like, ni- like the 20s? 1920s okay. England. Like, I, what do I know about 1920s England, for God's sake? You need to watch more YouTube videos, right? bro. What do you want to say to all of the fans across Canada that are so excited to see this movie this weekend? I've been waiting so long. What can they expect? What gets answered? This is a big deal. There's love. There's romance. There's intrigue. There are plots. It's like Game of Thrones. Oh. Uh, but, uh, but, 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 but without the sword play or the sex or the foreplay <laughs> yes <laughs> are you excited for the for people to see this oh god yeah i mean it looks magnificent i mean if you thought it looked nice on on the telly screen um seeing it in the big screen and the sound as well the music the sound it's, it's, they'll, they'll see it once and then they'll want to see it again yeah the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast so this justin trudeau thing is not going away Mm-mm. Like it is only ramping up. It's getting and worse. We talked about this earlier this morning, and our text line blew up. And you would say what, as far as the ratio goes, Mocha, of people who are like, oh, shut up, it's no big deal, to people saying that he's got to step down? With like, our realistically, texting, realistically, realistically, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I have not yet read a single text from anyone listening this morning that is against what Justin Trudeau did or so, the story. So you are saying that according to the Every people... Every single text, yes. they're all basically saying, what's the big deal? Right. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's wild to me. People are saying, like, what's the big deal? It was just a costume. What's, yeah. a big, what's the big deal? It is something that took place in... Uh, 2001, but what's the big deal? You knew better in 2001. Yeah, what's the big deal? Uh, It wasn't as bad back then as it is now with the way people are complaining. This is why he's such a dope. To to even think about, or I don't know, dope is the right word, bimbo, or I don't know, like uh, clued clued is probably the word. Because he said at one part of his apology last night that, you know, attitudes towards this stuff have changed. Like if you remember, because Ted Danson was also trending last night. If you remember in 1993, Ted Danson, who was dating Whoopi Goldberg at the time, Mm -hmm. they roasted Whoopi Goldberg. And Ted Danson showed up at his black girlfriend's roast in blackface, like old school blackface. And that was in 93. And he did it at a roast with intent of shock and everything else. Like there was no, oh my God, I didn't know that this was wrong. Fully knew that it was wrong, did it anyway because of the roast, because of Whoopi Goldberg, because of everything else. And he got destroyed for it. And that was 93. Yeah. Like that was huge. And I know since then, people, there's pictures of Jimmy Fallon doing a character where he was a black character, Jimmy Kimmel doing a character where he's a black, like all this stuff. But the difference with Trudeau is that he doesn't even acknowledge in any of the apology last night, he never uses the word brown face or black face. He only says makeup. Uh, dressed up in an Aladdin costume and put makeup on. I shouldn't have done that. I should have known better, but I didn't. And I'm really sorry. 
you see the resignments? Would you have asked, called for them to step down? I think uh, there are people who've made mistakes in uh, in this life, and you make decisions based on what they actually uh, do, what they did, uh, and on a case by case basis. I think uh, I. Deeply regret that we that I did that. Uh, I should have known better, uh, but I didn't. And then the question came up: Well, have you done this before? Is that the first time? Have you done something like this, Mr. Trudeau? Is that the only time in your life you've ever done something like that? Uh, when I was in high school, I uh, dressed up at a uh, talent show uh, and sang Dale in, with 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 uh, with makeup on. With makeup on, not in blackface. He doesn't say blackface. He says with makeup on. And, and like, then that picture like dropped big, this morning. Yeah, he had like a big afro wig on Ooh, and everything like boy. that. Boy. So what's your take on this? I mean, looking at all the the texts See, that are coming in. And- my, I think that, I think the problem is that, okay, there's a couple of problems. I don't know if there's there's a big generation of people who understand or know why it's wrong. Sure who don't know the history of blackface and or brownface. I don't know if that's being taught like in schools nowadays or if people are going seeking out the information as to why it was wrong, why it's wrong to do that. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think we are getting the kind of response we are right now at 925555 from people saying it's not a big deal. But what if people know it's wrong they just don't care? Then that's a bigger issue. That's another problem. Because If think people that, know I that think, it's wrong... Yeah. I personally think Trudeau knew it was wrong. He's a smart guy. Is he though? Right? Is he? You would like to think, but at 29 years old, right? When this happened, he was 29. He was a 29 year old man. He was a teacher for God's sake. Yeah. Right? He should have known better. Well, he, I'm sure he did. But the, the, when you're that sort of, this is like when you grow up the way he grew up, and I don't want to get too, too much into, into that, but his smugness is, what is really appalling in all of this to people, I think. I, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe people don't care. Maybe this Maybe this doesn't bother people. Maybe people should, I don't know, toughen up. or. I, and hey. I'm not saying that is in my opinion, but I'm like maybe that, that that's the attitude that we're getting here because I don't know how else to, to justify just the sheer volume of people who are commenting to this show right now who are saying that this is no big deal. But isn't he, shouldn't he be held to a higher standard than just like somebody yeah. you work with? Like, isn't that like sort of part of being the prime minister? He should be stepping down, right? right? That's because a lot of the big conversation was last night. Because he would, I think he would demand that of somebody if it yeah. was one of his ministers. I think that he would ask for them to resign. Here, I'll, we'll end with this. I don't know. One text that just came in, 925555. Yeah. I'm a Canadian with brown skin and this quote news does not bother me. This was years ago i'm not even offended yeah okay that comes from aditi and listen and i'm not i'm i refuse i'm not going to be one of these people that is more offended than the people that should be offended because that's drives me nuts right i mean yeah we can listen to everybody we can we'll read out all the texts and all the comments and everything else we're not going to censor we're not going to try and slant this one way but it is 100 percent overwhelming the response here anyway i just think back to growing up in the city that is just so multicultural, right? Yeah. And it's multicultural now. When I grew up in this city, it, you had your pockets, right? Sure. And just thinking about some of the, I won't go into everything, but no. some of the experiences growing up as a brown kid in this city yeah. uh, in a predominantly white neighborhood or white school mm-hmm. and like things that were said to me or 
just the way you were treated, yeah. right? Yeah. By certain kids. And like to see that happening and just, I don't know, it just feels, it's wrong. It feels dirty. It's right? very like, wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. You know what it's I mean? Wrong. Yeah. Like I went through that stuff. Like you yeah. didn't. Yeah. Like I, I, I imagine that somebody like Trudeau who thought it was cool, you've met those people before. I imagine you've come across people like that in your life at that time that would have done something like that. I imagine. I don't know. Because he certainly wasn't the only one. I mean, he was the only one at that party. <laughs> yeah, he was. The only one. And right? you know what's interesting? There is a color photo of that picture that exists somewhere. There has to be, right? Because it's a black and white that we saw. Like there has to be a yeah. color photo. Because yeah, it looks bad in black and white. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It looks bad in black and white. But if it were in color, it would look way worse. Yeah. You think so? You don't agree, you don't agree Sham? No. You don't think so? You don't think it would look Shem, way worse? Come in here for a sec, Sham. Shem's, if you don't know Shem, you should know Shem. He's amazing. But if you don't know Shem, uh, how old are you, Shem? I'm 32. 32. Yeah. And how do you feel about this? Um, you know, I echo a lot of what Mocha said. It is, it's disturbing to look at. It's disturbing yeah. to see. That's for sure. Right. Um, I think there's a lot of hypocrisy that's going on, going around though. If you think about it, right. Where um, do you, where do you see the hypocrisy? Uh, well, there's, there's two things. I mean, you mentioned that Trudeau sort of runs a platform on being, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, woke. But he likes to point right? this stuff out. Sure. Right. right? Yes. And he should be held to a different standard. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. think though a lot of the people who will criticize Trudeau though for this um, are also people who criticize Trudeau for being very pro-immigrant and and bringing in Syrian refugees and things of that nature. And they're not really mad at the racism part of it. They're mad at the hypocrisy part of it. And I think what gets lost is the racism element of this. To to Mocha's point, people aren't really talking about the racism so much, they're Mm -hmm. more so angry at the hypocrisy of it. And I think that that's a major issue as well. And this would not be the first time in politics that somebody does something and says something else. Uh, Like, are you telling me a politician saying saying something you want to hear? Sure. I mean, hypocrisy is part of politics. Right. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Thanks, Jim. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Roz. Hi, Mocha. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I gotta say, I love the both of you. Even you, Roz. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I love you a little bit more, Mocha. And I also wanted to weigh in on this whole Trudeau controversy. It's been totally taken out of context. And I understand what's the history behind the brown face and the black face and how it was meant in the past as a racial slur, derogatory. Mm-hmm. In this instant, it was not. It was part of a costume. Okay, but explain and, this oh, then. Explain this then. Why, in all the photos that were released of everybody at that party, why is Justin Trudeau the only one in brown skin? Like, none of the other white people that were there had any type of makeup on. They were wearing the the outfits, but nobody else had makeup on except for him. That was his choice. Are you saying that and it would I, be are you saying that, that it would be it. okay right I, now if I dressed up in blackface? As long as it was a costume? Again, it goes towards the intent. No, no, no but if I if, if I wanted to be if I wanted to be uh, uh, I don't even know Kevin Hart for Halloween, 
right? Okay. Could I dress up as Kevin Hart and do the voice and paint my face? And that would be okay if I was doing Kevin Hart? It all depends on the intent. No, no, no. No is the answer. Behind. No is the only answer to Behind that question. It. No. No, no, no. That's Megan Kelly lost her a network and- television show because she said that it was okay if you were dressing up in a costume. You don't do that. You shouldn't want to do that. No. No, but I'm just being totally blown out of proportion yeah. and you're not concentrating on the right things, on what he's done. His entire character is not... He's not racist, basically, is how the media is painting him, yeah. which he is not. Right. The way he painted his skin? <laughs> The way the media is portraying him is that he is a racist, and he is not. He has done more in the four years as prime minister through equality and openness than Harper did in the 10 years that he led this country with ignorance, fear, and hate. I don't know if I agree with you on that. Unemployment has been at its lowest. In forty years. Yeah, but I don't Lewis, know if I, I don't know if I, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with you on the on the other things. He has he's he's I, as far as I know, he's the only prime minister that's been accused of groping a woman. And then when he had to talk about it, he said, "I guess she remembered it differently than I did." Anyway, well, it was lovely talking to you. Lovely talking to you. Take care. All right. Hi, it's Razamoka. How are you? Listen, at the time, people are forgetting. Twenty years ago was a very different time period. There, things aren't as taboo as they are now, right? I mean, when you go back to the whole Kevin Hart thing and his whole text message um, and Twitter account, people were saying those things out loud, and it wasn't exactly as much of an issue as they are now. Had Trudeau done this last week, of course he should resign. Of course, you know he'd be kicking himself out of the election. How old are you? How old am I? I'm thirty-seven. I think. Thirty-seven. Let's go thirty-seven. You don't. You don't. <laughs> rem- you don't remember the world in two thousand one, man. I do. We didn't. Do, nobody. You didn't do blackface in two thousand one, bro. Yeah, 2001, not, it's not that long not, ago, bro. I'm saying it's not looked upon the world as it is now. Yeah, it right. was. It really was. For something that specific, absolutely. I don't know. I'm just I'm just going from, you know, I'm not saying what he did was right. I, I mean, that's still besides the point. But I think that, you know, the whole, the whole world has evolved significantly in terms of um, being more sensitive to these things now. Does it, like I said, by no by no means am I saying what he did was right. Hey, does it change the fact in anybody's opinion that this was the second time he did it? Was it the second time? Yeah. Actually, don't know. yeah. He, well, he, did, he did full blackface with an Afro wig in high school and saying Deo. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, how many more races does he have to do? I don't right? know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do we got to find out about one more? Then it's three strikes and you're out? <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, if I see him dressed up as a ninja for Halloween, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much uh, for calling in today, bro. Thank you. Honestly, we've been listening forever. Uh, me and my wife drive in uh, every morning. We listen to you guys all the time, and uh, we love your show, and you guys just crack us up like crazy. Thank oh, you wow. So between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, it's easy. It's Mocha. Oh, Okay, wow. and for your wife, between Roz and Mocha, who's her favorite? I would let her answer. She's in the car. Oh, what's up, girl? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Okay, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I'd go with Mocha. Sorry, Roz. Is it because he's white? <laughs> No. But it has, it has nothing to do too with the fact soon. that we're brown. Too <laughs> soon, guys. Too soon. Too soon. Come on. How am I supposed to plead my case on a day like today? I can't. I can't. <laughs> so just probably take the L and sit down. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Later. Take care, guys. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! 
a Rosin Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. <sighs> Is Rihanna pregnant? That's the question. <laughs> Last night at the uh, Diamond Ball, she does a red carpet interview, which with Essence, and she's talking about, it, just, it was a very, like, it's a great clip about empowerment and talking about mothers and her mother and her mother's mother, but she says something that's quite peculiar in this clip. So listen to this. I'm a black woman. I come from a black woman who came from a black woman who came from a black woman, and I'm going to give birth to a black woman, and so it doesn't mm. even... It's a no-brainer. That's who I am. It's the core of who I am in spirit and in DNA. And I'd always stand up for who I believe in and who I love and who I, who I know, who I respect. My mother's raised me to be an incredible woman, and she's a strong, incredible example of what to be and how to fight through obstacles in life. And I'm sure her mom has also taught her. And that's how I'm going to be. Like, we... We're right? impeccable. We are impeccable. We're special, and the world is going to have to deal with that. Right? I mean, it, in you just in general it terms, it, it was ways. very. It was a great. It was. It's a fantastic clip, but it also sounded very maternal. And she didn't say, "And when I have a kid," she no. said, "And I'm going to have a girl." Very specific. Very specific. Unless and- that is something she wants. But in I'll, life and says, I am going to have. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of shots of her from last night where she really looks pregnant. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And if, if that's the case, that's awesome. But I know as happy as fans are, that means it's going to delay the album even more, right? <laughs> and we're going to get that double album. I was so looking forward. One one of the albums was going to be like straight dance hall. The other one was going to no. be like... Her R&B no, stuff. No, no, not going to happen. Uh, HBO has ordered Game of Thrones prequel about the Targaryen family. A lot of people happy, Are you about, happy that. about that. Eh, sure, why not? I'll watch it. Who cares? You're a GOT fan. You never understood yeah, the show to begin nah, with. I know, but I, 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 I but I, what I do understand is the enjoyment I get while sitting there watching that show for an hour. I find it very enjoyable. I just don't understand what's happening in it. <laughs> Uh, John Legend responded to people who think that Felicity Huffman's sentence was too short. So Felicity Huffman on Friday was sentenced to 14 days in prison and I think a $30,000 fine and a lot of community service, like 250 hours, which that's to me the worst part of the sentence. Because the money doesn't matter. $30,000 to Felicity Huffman doesn't matter after she pleaded guilty to a single count of conspiracy and fraud in the college admissions scandal. Now, a lot of people on social media were outraged about the short sentence compared to the story that was uh, Tanya McDowell, who was a homeless black woman who used her babysitter's address so her son could go to a school in a better school district. Mm -hmm. And she got five years. Oh, wow. Right? Oh, and you know so, what? I did hear about that. Yes. So a lot of people on social media were sort of comparing the two. What's the difference? Obviously, one's white, one's black. Um, and you can be outraged about that. But John Legend sort of stepped in and put everything into perspective, which is, he says this, quote, I get why everybody gets mad when rich person gets X, a short sentence, and poor person of color gets Y, a long one. 
The answer isn't for X to get more. It's for both of them to get less or even none. Mm-hmm. We should level down, not up, which is a very good point. It says Americans have become uh, desensitized to how much we lock people up. Prisons and jails are not the answer to every bad thing everyone does, but we've come to use them to address nearly every societal ill. It's insane we lock up a woman for five years for sending her kid to the wrong school district. Literally everyone involved in that decision should be ashamed of themselves. Her sentence should be fewer years. It should be zero, meaning the outrage, yes, you can be outraged that um, the black homeless mom got five years compared to 14 days for Felicity Huffman, but the outrage should really be that anybody in this situation gets locked up, that you actually do prison time uh, for this and then uh, of course um, Lori Lachlan's trial is coming up and she did not take the plea and I was listening to people talk over the weekend were saying that she could get up to five years oh boy because you wind up getting what they call a trial penalty right which mm-hmm. is if you take a plea then you just it's up to the judge they sort of overlook all the details and they hand down the sentence but when you actually go to trial um, you pay for that and you pay for that with time almost like extra punishment for taking this thing to trial and not, and not taking one of, I think, three different offers that uh, Lori Lachlan had. So um, that is going to be crazy. The creators of Friends have completely ruled out a reboot. I know a lot of people are unhappy about that. Uh, did you say boo, Maury? Nobody wants a Friends yeah, reboot. Wants that. They say, quote, the show was about that time in life when your friends were your family, they explain. And um, it's not going to work. We did what we did, and it's not going to beat what we did. And they go on to say, uh, we did the show we wanted to do. We did it right, and we put a bow on it. Uh, Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan Scott from the Property Brothers are apparently dating. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I the Scott know. Brothers not like just here yeah, a week huh? and a half ago? Uh-huh. Yeah. Can we call Jonathan? Yeah. Ask him what's up with that? I was going to text him. Can you text him? I was going to text him this morning. Text him. Say we we need to ask him a very important uh, (laughs) home improvement (laughs) That has nothing to do with Zoe Deschanel. Nothing. (laughs) And they're just like, well, like, just slide in there. By the way, how's Zoe doing? Here's why I don't think, here's why I don't know if he'd write me back because, um, because she's just separated, right? Like, I think that they, she announced... That I mean, they they had they had been living apart for a long time, but the announcement of her separation uh, had only recently come out. But they just did carpool karaoke together for Apple, so it was the two brothers and the two sisters. And no. apparently, yeah, apparently that's what they meant. Yeah, when, when you you know when you sing in a car together and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, wow, you're talented. You got a great, you know what I mean? Sparks fly, man. Can you text him? Sparks Tell him I have fly. a very important, <laughs> I have a very important construction question. Okay, yeah. I want to know: Is it measure yeah. twice, cut once, or is it measure once, cut twice? <laughs> no One problem. Of the two. Can you okay. ask him that specifically? Yeah, text him. I will. I'll text him that. Mocha wants to know. Not yeah. me though. Mocha <laughs> wants. Mocha wants to know. By the way, <laughs> oh, uh, Purdue Pharma, the drug maker accused of fueling the massive opioid epidemic, has filed for bankruptcy down in the states. What? Yeah. So they make OxyContin. And they filed for bankruptcy yesterday. Uh, The Chapter 11 filing is expected to lead uh, to the ultimate demise of the company that sold just a fraction of the opioid prescriptions in the United United States. But they are most closely identified with the epidemic because of its pioneering role in the sale of narcotic pain pills. The company used aggressive, allegedly misleading sales tactics to push um, physicians to prescribe millions of doses of oxygen 
OxyContin. And as we know, the opioid crisis uh, in the States and here in Canada is something that um, I don't know why, like, we're, like when the election is going on right now, I've heard them talk, I've heard everybody talk about stuff. Like there's a lot of important things, the discussions on racism and taxes and middle guns. class and all this stuff and guns. But man, look at the, opio- the, the opioid crisis that is going on in this country. And tell me that there's not a more important discussion to have. Yeah. Like the amount of, even in the States, I, I get, you know, gun violence is horrific, but... Nobody, nobody's talking about an opioid crisis. I watched that debate, the Democratic debate the other night. Nobody's talking about the opioid crisis. Why is that? I don't know. Do they not I think that it's an important issue? It's the mo- to me, it's the most important when it comes to young people. It's not guns. Yeah. Okay, it's not social media. It's it's not it's not it's not vaping. depression. It's not They're vaping. Not it's not all this vaping. stuff. You look at the numbers, man. That is, to me, the conversation that needs to be had every single day uh, by these politicians. And nobody's having it. And it's wild, man. It is just wild. Uh, Movie fans are furious. Why? Over an article that appeared in Variety. Sony Pictures Entertainment CEO. Uh Uh-oh says, quote, that he has, quote, very famous people whose names I won't use who want to remake The Princess Bride. Oh, what? To me, The Princess Bride is in the category. Princess Bride is such a perfect movie. And the difference is this. The Princess Bride is still a perfect movie. There are very few movies in that sort of world that didn't age a little wonky and there wasn't a little... uh, Princess Bride is one of them. The original Back to the Future is another Agreed. one. Agreed. And uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is another one. Where Agreed. Those movies, you can still watch them today, and they, they're not dated. They're, they're not sort of of their time, or I guess you had to be there. Princess Bride is still a beautiful, wonderful. It's perfect. Like, perfect movie. Yeah, perfect. Don't touch that, please. No, absolutely not. So what? Can this person at Sony block? No, they want to. Like, yeah, he's like, we have massive people lined up right now who want to redo Princess Bride. No, please don't. Okay, I'm just okay. Please don't. You already it. took you already took Spider Man out of the MCU. I know. Please don't ruin I know. Princess Bride. I know. I know. Roz and Mocha Q and A. Before we get to Ask Roz and Mocha, we need to do a follow up <laughs> from the last oh, podcast duh. episode of Ask Roz and Mocha. So I don't know how we started talking about it, but we started talking about whether or not you sit or stand to wipe your butt. Right. And Maury, because I, I I had a friend years ago that just casually dropped that he stands to wipe his butt. And I just thought it was the weirdest thing because nobody taught him a different way. And then Maury claimed that he stands to wipe his butt. And like... It's, it's st- true. You stood up and you demonstrated. Yeah. And by the way, I'll tell you this. Matthew had no idea until he heard it on the podcast that I stand to wipe. Matthew listens to the podcast. That's very dangerous. I know it's very dangerous, but somebody mentioned this and then he said, I need to hear something. And then he I, I played it for him and he's like, I had no idea in 12 years that you stood to wipe. Really? Yeah. Like, he, like you've never, like the door's never been open. You've never had this conversation. His door's open. My door's closed. I like to think that if, if I live with somebody for as long as I've lived with Catherine, 
I'd like yeah. to think that if she stood to wipe her butt, I would know. I would know that kind. I would know those details. So what did he say when he found out that you stand to wipe? He said, are you just making that up for the radio? I'm like, no, let me show you. Right. So, so What? Let me show you? <laughs> yeah. Like he just demonstrated, I'm assuming, oh, like what you did in the yeah. room with us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because okay. When, when, we asked, when we asked Maury to demonstrate, he stood up and it was a very fluid motion. Like it looked like a yeah. routine that he had done many times where he takes his left hand, puts it between his cheeks, opens his cheeks, right hand goes in but for the wipe. But stand up. Like I'll turn around and face the bowl, grab right. the toilet paper, spread, wipe, yeah. and away we Why go. Why do you face huh. the bowl? I guess it's easier because then, yeah, I don't know. Why do you face the bowl? It's just how I always do it. I guess I need to know where the, like, so when so I drop who, the toilet paper. So the, the, the conversation was, who taught you how to wipe? I assumed that I would learn from my dad, right? Yeah, you were convinced trains? that it was your dad, Frank. Right. And on the last episode of the podcast, Maury tried calling Frank right. at work, right, and right, uh, right. We, no got, we got his voicemail. Okay, so what happened? You called Frank? Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard this yet. Hello. Hello, Father. Who? Hello, son. All right, quick question for you. Do you stand or sit when you wipe? Excuse me? Where are we going with this? What? Do you stand or sit when you wipe? Excuse me. I'm really in a busy office here. I can't really <laughs> go on with this here. Like, what is it? Where are you going with this? I need to know. I don't know why I'm whispering. I need to know if you stand or you stay seated when you're wiping. Really? Yes. You really want me to go through this? We're all waiting. Well, you know, and I think it's appropriate that, I, that I'm going to answer you by saying that I have to run, no pun intended. Do you, have, do you stand? Uh, sit. You sit. Seems very difficult, but I stand, and the theory is, is that I must have got this from you. No, you got that from you. <laughs> you mean I got that from me? Or you had some kind of phobia about sitting down on other uh, public seats or something like that, and it trans transmitted itself all the way through to your own uh, habits of wherever you go, you stand. I remember going all the way back to the beginning of time, and uh, you were a little paranoid about uh, uh, getting any kind of dirt whatsoever, whether it be on your kneecaps or whether it be uh, like kneeling down into dirt or oh, whether it be uh, sitting on a, on a public uh, thing where you might get some germs onto your anywhere. So like have I taught myself so is that because you were too busy at the singles party? <laughs> oh that is really funny. <laughs> Do you want to put me on speakerphone? Can I ask other men of your office if they sit or stand when they wipe? Uh, no this is a very busy office. I'm not going to do that. Okay. If you want to ask Bob you can ask Bob. Okay ask Bob. What are you doing now? Bob, do you stand or sit when you wipe? Do I what? Do you stand or sit when you wipe? Sit. What? Really? Okay, pass the phone back to my dad. You're, no, you're of no use to me. I'm no use to you? <laughs> the hell are you doing now there, Mark? <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on. All right. Uh, All right, we have to go now. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for that, uh, that crappy conversation. Yeah, that was a real crappy conversation there. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank did not teach you to wipe standing up. That I, was I you on your he, own. I love that he started going into Maury's neuroses. Yeah. Like he did a full diagnosis. No way. Maury doesn't like dirty knees, doesn't like to have a dirty butt. <laughs>
And now I had to tell him more he's dirty. <laughs> that is so wild to me. So so how did you, did you just do start doing that on your own then? He seems to think that I would have just taught myself. But I don't know anybody who had to learn how to wipe their butt on their own. That's weird to yeah. me. Yeah. Like you specifically teach a child how to wipe their butt. One would assume, yeah. Would your mom have taught you? It was, uh, or my legal guardian, Susie. Well, we got to call Susie. Hey, what are you doing now there, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that you can just call your dad and just goof with them like that. It's oh, so man. awesome. And Bob. Hey, what are you doing now there, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get to these questions. Ask Ross Avoca. These are uh, all the questions that you've asked on Instagram at Kiss925. And we have somebody on the phone to ask their question. Hey, what are you doing now there, Maury? <laughs> Yo, Andrew, how are you, man? Hey, man, good. How about you? Good. All right, so ask Razamoka, what is your question, bro? Well, my question was, what's the weirdest thing a guest has ever done at your house? Oh, boy. Uh... I got up to go to the bathroom, and when I came back in, they had one of my CDs on their lap doing a line of cocaine off it. Wow. Okay, then. <laughs> well, can you remember what CD it was? <sighs> yes, <laughs> it was Moby. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Was it like a lot of cocaine? What's that? A lot? No, it was just, I, I I don't know. I mean, no, it wasn't, it didn't look like a lot of cocaine, but I just thought that was a very brazen move. Like, we hadn't even ever had a conversation as to whether I was into cocaine or not, uh, which I'm not into cocaine. I've never done cocaine, but they just felt like they were in a safe space, I guess. Yes. And they just did a line of cocaine and I was just shocked by it. I was like, I didn't know how to process that. So what did you do with the CD after? Did you throw it away? Did you get rid of it? No, I cleaned it up. Oh, really? Yeah. With yeah. that Coke residue on it? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't. What do you do guess, with yeah, it, though? You, you, gotta be, you have to throw it out because if, God forbid, a cop's ever come over and they find a little bit of residue left in your Moby CD. All those times that I have police over for parties and we listen to Moby <laughs> together? <laughs> God, those were the days. <laughs> You've never, if, if you haven't been to one of my cops and Moby parties, okay, you haven't lived. Hey, Andrew, so you're asking this question for a specific reason. Is, do you have an answer as well? Like, what's the weirdest thing a guest has ever done at your house? Yeah, I had a, we had a party together. Me and the girlfriend had a couple friends over. And a friend brought a friend that we never met before. Yeah. And uh, we were all outside on the deck having a barbecue, having a good time, and... Their friend went in probably to use the washroom, I thought. I go in a couple minutes later, and uh, he seemed to help himself to our freezer to grab some mozzarella sticks and start making some mozzarella sticks for the whole group. Okay, so hold on. Here. So you had somebody come over <laughs> to me and, like, without asking, started making apps for everybody? Exactly. <laughs> Not, I, it, I don't know, man. That's kind of weak compared to. Ron's but it is thing. weird, though. But it is weird. Know, he said so weird, that right? Somebody showed up at your place and did some cocaine on an old Moby <laughs> CD. Maury, do you have an answer? Well, we once had some people over, and uh, I guess it was late. And around midnight or whatever, one of them just helped themselves to our bed and lied down and fell asleep. Right. Wow. Were they on cocaine? No, they were, oh. they were, I, I don't own a Moby CD. Can I just <laughs> tell you what the interesting thing about your question is with, with what's the weirdest thing that a guest has done at your house, right? So we can all kind of go around the room here and talk about, I'm sure Mo Mocha, you have stories of I'm things that people have done, but I... I'm just now in my head, all I can think of is the amount of people that you could ask this question to 
And that again was, what's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house where their story would involve Maury at their house? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like the one time I went to the bathroom and was looking through somebody's medicine cabinet. Yeah. Which you do all the time. Yeah. When you, that's why you don't get invited to people's places anymore. Also, you show up late. When's the last time you're invited to somebody's house? Not including parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not including parents. When's the not last time you were invited to somebody's house for anything like a party, a year ago, or like, a get together? Like two Christmases ago. And who no, was? But, and, no, 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 wait, wait. But it's not. It can't be like a work kind of event, special type of thing. No, like in this industry, it was type uh, thing. no. It was it was uh, Spencer's parents' place for Christmas dinner. Spencer, That's, the guy that has the massive. But isn't muscles. that still family? I guess it would be because it's my my stepmom's best friend. Yeah, that's that's family. That's see, family. Like, When's the last can you time? Give me that because then there's none. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ever. No. Ever. No. Come on. Nope. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait. What about that time when I invited everybody over to our place and you and Matthew showed you up said two and a half hours late? Like work and stuff. Yeah. Oh, so none. Oh no. Hold on now. Dude. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You've never had a friend that invited you over? No. What about like really? I mean, I mean, there's the Matthews friends, right? Like when we drive to Barry, or when we, you know, when we go to the. Esplanade. You're the plus one. I'm the plus one. Right, but the invite was never directed to no, you. No, and not uh, like, hey, Maury. And I only get to go because he needs someone to drive. We're home. having a barbecue this weekend. Would love for you and Matthew to come up. Nope. If Matthew had his license, do you think that he would go to those places alone and leave you at home? Thousand percent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get the invite. No. Huh. You've never had somebody say, hey, we're doing a barbecue on the weekend. Why don't you swing by? Like one of your friends. I mean, it was like uh, people I sort of know that own a winery and they wanted me as their guest to like... So you could tweet about it. Yeah. No, that's that doesn't no. count either. <laughs> that doesn't count either. So you don't get invited to things. No. Hold mm. on. Ever though? No. What about your friends? No. It's super weird. Do you feel bad? Do you want to invite me over? No, I don't at all, actually. <laughs> I just want to get to the bottom of this. That's odd. So when is the last time? It has to have happened. Like five years ago. But like a friend friend? Yeah, like a friend friend. Yeah? Yeah. Did they need something? Like you needed, we weren't helping them move a couch or something like that? Like it was an actual, like you, you went over to hang out? Nope, they needed something. What did oh, they need? Oh, boy. <laughs> Dude. I had to take stuff out of their car. Okay, I have a serious question. <laughs> Andrew, feel free to stay on the phone for this or we can... Let you go. Yeah. Do you want to stay on the phone for this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yep. I have a serious, and this is not, I'm like, I'm not going to goof on you. I'm not trying to be mean, right? But damn it, Maury. Don't ask this question. No? Well, I'll go ahead now. Now you've started. Do you know what I'm going to ask? Yes, of course I do. Do you have friends? No. Okay. That's all I want to know. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm, but you know what? I'm like, it's okay. Like I go to the gym. I know people there. We'll say hello. And I, don't, like, and, yeah. I, and I honestly don't think that Maury is in a unusual position. I just think that when you get to that point in your life, people are usually much older. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's so weird. When, because, when like, your it whole world, me. when your whole world is coworkers and your husband or your wife or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So you and Matthew don't have like co-friends. Like you guys don't have couples that you go out with. No, I mean, like for dinner, who, like who have wanted us to come over and play cards against humanity and stuff. But then Matthew's like, oh, let's just stay home. The, but the problem is we cancel so often that like people just don't invite us anymore. Why because do you cancel Matthew so would, often? Because he's tired. We'd much rather stay at home and blah, blah, blah. And then you got to get dressed and 
you know, it's called life, bring, man. It's called you gotta get dressed. <laughs> you gotta, then you have to bring something, and but like when you guys go out to the island and stuff like that in the summer, you've never invited like another couple with you to be like, hey, you guys want to? We're going to the island this no, week. No, because you then the whole us? time Matthew will be like texting me from across the table, going, "See, we should have done this alone." Wow, <laughs> you guys have <laughs> really right. isolated yourselves, huh? Yeah, but whereas I would like, I would love to have tons of friends. Let me tell you something more. If I was in your position with no friends, right? I would do a whole lot less of the things that may wind up one day destroying your marriage. <laughs> because, hang on for dear life. Because I would hang on for dear yeah. life. Because then you'll literally have nobody. God help us if that happens. <laughs> oh, I know. True. Right. Not it, by the way. No. <laughs> hey, Andrew, thanks you so much, man. you more room than I do. <laughs> you have a Later, guest dude. room. I don't. Right. <laughs> I don't, even, I don't even have a spare couch. Maury would be sleeping on the counter in the kitchen. <laughs> and he'd be okay with that. Yep. With the cat on the hot dishwasher. <laughs> okay, Chris Morris asks, standing at the foot of your bed facing the headboard, what side of the bed do you sleep on? I'm on the right side, and I found out most of my male friends are as well. Is it a guy thing? Help me, please. Okay, so if you're standing at the foot of your bed looking at the headboard, right? Yes. I'm on the left. You are... Looking, so you're on the left. Okay. Yeah. Damn, Maury. So if you're looking at the headboard, I'm on the left. Yeah. You're on the left. I'm on and the left. And you know the funny thing is, anytime, even if we go to the beach or whatever, we lie on the same side as we would in bed. But if I'm in a hotel sleeping alone, uh-huh. I sleep on the right. I used to sleep on the right forever for our entire relationship. Yeah. Right. And you guys switched. And yeah, we really? switched. And here's the reason why. Even after we had the baby and everything, yeah. after Cruz was born. So it's only within the last two years that we switch. The reason why is because the house that we were living in, the bathroom was on Jenna's side of the bed. Mm-hmm. So I would get up in the morning super mm-hmm. early, mm-hmm. right? Get up at three o'clock in the morning, walk around the bed, go into the bathroom, turn on the light, close the door. Right. That was disruptive or it was more of an inconvenience. So she was like, why don't you just sleep on that side, then that way, when you get up, you're not getting up walking around the bed. It's easier for you to just get up and walk into the bathroom. Right. And I was like, oh, shoot, you know what? That actually does make sense. So also because, hold on now here. Okay, so you are, if you're standing at the foot of the bed, you now sleep on the right, right? On the left. Oh, you now now sleep on the left. I'm sleeping, if you're looking, yeah, on the left-hand side. But so you used to sleep on the right? I used to. Oh, see, for me, it would make more sense for you to sleep on the right because you're a lefty. So when it comes to messing around, you have your left hand free when you're facing each other as opposed to trying to mess around with your wrong hand. Like, I like sleeping on the left because when I roll onto my side to face Catherine, yeah. my, my, my right hand is the one that I can, you know... Right. Go to war with. Oh, sure. Right? You know what I mean? See, As opposed to fumbling around with my left. Oh, trust me, bro. I'm good with both hands. You're good with both, That's huh? why Jenna's pregnant again. Yeah. We have that baby next month, right? <laughs> well, I, I sleep on the left because Matthew will only sleep on the right because he says if somebody breaks in, they're going to kill me first. Right, because so you're closer to the door. Exactly. That, that's another thing that people take into consideration huh. when they sleep on which side of the bed. I, I sleep closest to the door, but that wasn't a thing because in our old room, I still slept on that side. And I don't think it was close to the door. I don't remember. Um, but I will say that it's very difficult to make the switch. So it, it's shocking that you have like i've 
come downstairs on a night when like Rox was sick or something like that, where uh, Catherine fell asleep rubbing her back and Catherine is sleeping on my side. I will turn back upstairs and go and sleep on the couch or the blanket. Really? Rather than crawl in on her side. Yeah. Because I, 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 I won't be able to relax. Huh. But if I'm in a hotel alone, I only ever sleep on the right side. I only really? ever sleep on Catherine's so side. If she falls asleep on your side, do you, then like that's fine? She's allowed to? No, no, I just won't sleep there. Oh, because like if I fall asleep or if I lie down and my head touches Matthew's pillow, he gets upset because he thinks my oils will go on his pillow and it'll cause acne. Right. It's amazing to me that you guys don't have separate rooms yet. I mean, it's coming. We all know it's coming. Yeah. Right? Like next five years or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that, you know that that room that you guys have in the condo the, that, the has all the Mariah, that has all the Mariah Carey stuff in it? Yeah, the library. All that's going. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's going to be your new room. Exactly. No window, <laughs> no vent. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Angela asks, when is the last time you cried and why? Yeah, interesting. Well, I think in this room... It was a week and a half, almost two weeks now. Maury cried when they were in the in Toronto when they were getting rid of one of the last oh, yeah. quote unquote old oh, streetcars. Right. That's right. Maury cried over transit. <laughs> <laughs> so Maury cried for the streetcars. Yeah, you but cried. I cried more recently. Yes, over the streetcars, but watching the Judy Garland movie. Oh right, yes, Maury cried over the Judy Garland movie. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I honestly, I don't recall the last time I cried. So I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Uh, Wednesday, September 4th was the last time I cried. Wow, Which you know the was... The cruise's oh, first yes, day of school. Yes, oh. yes, yes. His yes, very yes, first yes, day yes. and he walked in and I just like bawled. Yes, of course. Did they give you something at the school like to commemorate the, the moment? To like, commemorate? <laughs> to yeah, commemorate the yeah, moment. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? get like some sort of... I don't know, like a certificate or like a... Like, like for the parents? The yeah. No, like it's a, not about the parents. It's, for no. the, it's about the kids. We man. don't get anything. Oh, okay. No. No, they don't. Parents don't get anything. Melanie Wilkinson, would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Never have to stand in line again. I would say never have to stand in line oh, again. 100% never have to stand in line Because at least again. if you're at a red light, you're sitting. Yeah, never have to stand in line again. Like, think about that for a second. Yeah. Like, think about all the things yeah, that you're you got to stand Weston. in line for. Yeah, but you're actually stood in line. I'm not speaking um, for myself, Maury. I'm talking about others. Talking about us peasants <laughs> over here. <laughs> they got to stand in line at the coffee yeah, shop. Yeah. They got to stand in line at a restaurant. <laughs> they got to stand in line at a buffet. They got to stand in line at the airport. Yeah, I, I, um, I made a call the other day where I was... I was at a McDonald's because I was driving by and I wanted a coffee. Sorry, I have something in my mouth. And I wanted a coffee and I parked and because the drive through line was a little bit long and I'm like, it's a little long for just a coffee. So I went in, I poked my head through the door and there were six people in line. Okay. And then I look outside and there were five cars in line. Okay. So what I did was... <laughs> I looked at the guy, what he looked like at the back of the line in the McDonald's. Uh -huh. Then I ran out and got into my car, did the drive through. And as I was pulling around, he was just getting his food inside. So five cars at the drive through was quicker than six people in line did you on the feel, outside. Did you feel like you won something? What's that? Did you feel like you yeah, won? Yeah, I feel like I made the right choice. <laughs> see, yeah. in most cases, if I see a long drive through yeah. but the parking lot doesn't look as busy, yeah. I would rather just quickly park, hop out of the car, run in, really, yeah? get what I got to get, and then leave. Hey. Because in my experience, at least, it's been faster to run in 
grab like your coffee or whatever, your your combo, your food, whatever, yeah. uh, than it is to wait in that long line. When up. did McDonald's start doing the, the take a number thing where then you have to stand off to the side and then call your number out? Oh, when they started doing the automated computer ordering thing. Really? Yeah. I never, I'd never seen that before. No, some McDonald's now though, I don't know if you know this, that when you do the automatic order, yeah. right? They will bring your food to your table. No. Oh yeah, they do. When you're yeah. standing there at the computer, because yeah. yeah. I think there's a button like take out or dine in. Yeah. No. Have you gone to Chick Fil A yet, Maury? No, I have not. No. Why'd you look at me like that? Because I want to try it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Chick Fil A just uh, opened their first uh, location in downtown Toronto. Actually, yeah. up the street from where the radio station is. Is it? Yeah. You can walk there from here, more. Yeah, but you have yeah. to cross a picket line. I know. That's Are they still picketing? Uh, I don't know, but I th- I'm afraid to go in because I think that as soon as you like set you foot labeled. in there, no, as soon as you set foot in there, that's when like they're all going to come out and start taking your picture and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I think that Chick Fil A is going to do so well when it go when it hits Uber because nobody wants to go in there, no, right? Like nobody nobody wants to be seen going in there. But I think everybody's just curious and they would just want to try the chicken that everybody goes it, crazy. Can you have them just leave it on like outside your door so you don't open the door? Why? Because you think they're going to know that you're gay that they dropped off Chick Fil A to a gay condo? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like just. Leave Leave it on the door. Why don't you just like man, like masculine, I don't know, straight yourself up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. I don't know what the word is. I'm like, like have super loud, like straight pornography running in, <laughs> in the background. Hey, is this my chicken? Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to watch some pornography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's interesting like, though with, with places. But like this is a franchise Chick- though. Yeah, of course it is. How much of the money actually goes back to the people that run it? Well, all of it. No, not the. Oh, no, I don't mean the franchise mean? owner. Like, how much goes back to the head office where the the man? Well, they 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 pay the franchise fee, right? So I imagine. Oh, so some the, of I it imagine, does go back. I to imagine that. a franchise fee on a Chick Fil A is an astronomical amount of money. Okay, hold on. So I'm j- I just looked. It's not on Uber Eats yet. It's not. Uh, I'm going to check. Skip the. They're going to know you searched that. Yeah. So what? Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. I I was. Uh, Wondering how long the protests were going to last because Chick Fil A is everywhere in the states, yeah, right? Like Bro, all Chick-fil-A over California. Chick Fil A is like in football stadiums. Yeah, yeah, and they and what's their thing? They're not open on Sundays, right? That's they're not open on Sundays. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Um, and so, yeah. why don't you like Chick Fil A, Maury? Why, what's the? Because what's I was told the, not to like Chick Fil A by by like in the, our gay group chat. Right? Oh, so okay. Because like, the, the who's in your gay group chat? Like all, all the gays. So the, the, the every president. single one of them. Yeah, we're all in there. Okay. Let me see the group chat. I'm <laughs> so, okay. So who explained to me why you you were told to not go to Chick? Because the owner, like the president of Chick Fil A, yeah. supports organizations that are homophobic and anti-gay. Okay. Okay. But there's a lot of organizations that are homophobic and anti-gay that you probably support and don't even know you're supporting. The, absolutely. Okay. But I was, you know, because people actually said don't do this one. I was like, so, okay. Right. In okay. the gay group chat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I think that that place is going to do very well when it goes on Uber because I think there's like a shame thing, but it's you mix shame and curiosity and you got lightning in a bottle. Here's my question. Yeah. So where the Chick-fil-A is in Toronto, yeah. it's along the parade route for the Pride Parade. Right. So I'm wondering what's going to happen They'll be Pride. closed because Pride Parade always happens on a Sunday. Right. And Chick-fil-A is always closed on a Sunday. Yeah, so they will be there closed. Go. There you go. And then, of course, they you know nobody can accuse them of closing because of the parade. So no. it's always on <laughs> Hey, always on they closed. Uh, where was the latest Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Mm. Um, oh, God. Where remember. was the latest Super Bowl? 
the one recently. Was it like Atlanta or something like that? Oh, yes, it was. Atlanta. It was Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Chick-fil-A, the big story was that on Super Bowl weekend, the day of the actual oh, Super right. Bowl, yes. the Chick-fil-A inside the stadium where the Super Bowl is happening decided that they would like shut down right. as they do all their restaurants on a Sunday and they weren't going to make any exception whatsoever. And it was estimated that they were going to lose just in that one location for that one day, something like 4 million bucks. Oh my, oh my God. God. Yeah. That's incredible. But they stuck to their guns. That's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, Maury, when you do order Chick-fil-A, let me know how it is because I'm not eating at that joint. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your gay group chat that. <laughs> Ethan C. asks this question. How tall is too tall? Uh, for what? I don't know. Interesting question then. How tall... Okay. Like, how tall is too tall where it's uncomfortable at that point? Okay, how tall is too tall for the world? Let's go with this. For the world. Uh, Yeah, I will say that there is a lot of things in life that I am too tall for. So I'm 6'4". Yeah. Okay? There are things where years ago, people were like, man, what's the average height of a guy? Okay, what's the what's the shortest some guys? Okay, there you go. So like when they develop, like when you sit on an airplane, for instance, right? Airplanes were not developed with somebody six four in mind. There, it's it right. is it is so impossibly uncomfortable with everything, like with the the sort of where your hips sit on the seat, where your head hits the back of the seat, the way that your arms sit on an armrest, your knees in front of you. Like air travel was designed for people six feet and under right? That extra four inches and then plus for some people is excruciating. So things like sitting on a bus, for instance, right? If I, the one I used to ride uh, like a transit bus, sitting on a TTC bus, uh, a city bus, it was, I, I have to sit sideways. Like I look like the jerk that's taking up two seats simply because I can't sit with my knees in front of me. I don't fit. I have to sit sideways. I look like the the, the rude SOB taking up two seats. Is it seats. a disability? What is what? Being, being too tall? Being too sexy? Um, is it a disability? No, I wouldn't say it's a disability. It's a disadvantage to some parts of life. It's a great advantage in other parts of life. Don't get me wrong. Being tall is incredible. Um, but no, but other there are there are places that you go where sitting... I don't enjoy going to a hockey game or a baseball game, right? Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy going to concerts when I have to sit, right? I don't enjoy that experience because I don't fit, right? Just the way life is. I was going to say some people are too tall to just hold hands or put your arm around your loved one. Right. Yeah. Also making love. I imagine that there would be... I was once told everyone's the same size in bed. Well... Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. No. Well, because you can always shimmy up the legs. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Like you're climbing a tree? (laughs) What's the tallest person you've ever been with? Six. Six. Yeah, yeah right. Six foot. Who is this Please. six foot goddess that you're with? Or <laughs> What's God, his name? sorry, God What's that his you're name? with. What's his name? Justin. Uh-huh. Justin. Right? Yeah. But you can always, like, if you, you can go knee to knee, but yeah. there's still leftover leg below. Right. Right? So everyone's the same size in bed. That's not true. So you think it's only shins that are, are that are long? <laughs> like you think that you think oh, I'm God. the same height as you from the knees up and it's you know only how weird that would be only, and it's only my shins if people that give me that height? You know how weird it would be if like tall people <laughs> <laughs> the reason why they were tall was because of long shit. Like, there's some people uh, in this world that are like seven two, so they would have long ass so shins. You, so you think they would have like a five foot <laughs> shin? <laughs> 
Right? Like, how does that even... Here, come here for a second, Maury Puko. Let's go, go, need a, go, to knee, go knee to knee here. Okay. Hold on. Um, you got to stand on something because I'm not lying down with you. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out... This is a, I'm trying to figure out a way to do this now. You want me to stand on that a we can, That we can... No, because then you're not going to... Um, can I stand on your back? No, uh, hold on here. What can we? What can you stand on? Is there? Is there anything over there? What do you got, Maury? That's an empty cardboard box. You're gonna fall right through. <laughs> it's your long shins. Yeah, fat ass. No. Okay, Maury. <laughs> that's Maury, a car- you can't Maury, stand on that, Maury, dude. Honestly, here's the thing. I'm like eight inches taller than you. You just brought over a platform that's about two and a half. This. On the edge of the chair. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. See if we wait, can go knee to knee that way. Okay, so Maury has wheeled his chair over now. Bring it here. Can, Shem, can you push him in a little bit for me? Okay, stand up. Are we knee to knee here? We are. Your knee's actually taller than mine. What's well, because I'm, I guess... Here, I'm going to go... I'm, I'll go tippies a little bit. <laughs> From this angle where yeah. I'm standing? <laughs> Shut up. Don't say it. Don't say it. Because okay. the computer screens okay. are blocking. Yeah, okay. Maury... <laughs> It looks like you guys are going way, like trying to get your waist. <laughs> You're pushing your waist forward to one another. Okay, so Maury, we are knee to knee now, right? Yep. Okay, are we the same height? No. Not even close, man. No, not even. No, the, bo- the top of my head goes to about your nose. Yeah, not even close. Yes. Wait, so I have to shimmy up your leg more. Ew. So your theory is completely wrong. Right? How tall is too tall? I don't know. Anything, like, Shaq is seven feet. Shaquille yeah. O'Neal, seven feet, yeah. right? Yeah. Even that to me seems like, oh god, I like imagine how you said, Roz, it's a big like disadvantage. Do you know right? Abraham Lincoln had to have a custom bed made, and he had to still lie diagonal on it? Yeah. I'm sure Shaq does as yeah, well. Them long shins. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, who's the other basketball player? Uh, Yao the, Ming. Oh, Yao like, Ming oh, is even like, taller than what about Shaquille like O'Neal. what about like Minute Bull and like Dikembe oh, Mutombo yeah, and those like guys, tall. right? Too tall. That's too tall. There yeah. you go. Manu ball. Too tall. Yeah, I would. I would say that there is definitely such a thing about uh, being too tall. I would say for me, I can still function in the world. Yeah. Uh, I would say six six is where you start becoming too tall for the world. What about urinals? What about them? Can you use them? Sometimes I will. Like I've been to places where I'm like when I my wiener is at the top of the urinal. So if I don't point down, I will pee on the top of the urinal. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There's some, like sometimes you go into like a coffee shop and stuff like that. Yeah. And they get those little tiny urinals where if I don't actively point it down, I will pee on the top of the urinal. Well, at that point, you just (laughs) might as well just walk into a stall, sit down. Oh, I'm not sitting down in a public restroom. Right? There's no chance. There's zero chance. A ton of tissue. No. No, no, no. Create no. the barrier no, on the seat. That's no, that's not a barrier. Okay, okay. That's not a barrier. Yeah. I don't know. Ask me when the last time I went number two in a public restroom was. When's the last time you went number two in a public restroom? I have no recollection. Really? Nope. When was the last time I went? I have no recollection. I had to once because like I had no choice. Not at work. Not at not at work, huh? No. Nope. Not even? No. Nope. What if you really have to go? You won't go at work? No. Really? No. You hold it? Yeah. Will you No, I I don't have to go at work. Oh. Well, I guess because you don't I eat like, my anything poo. in the, no, I don't know. No, in the I, morning or no. yeah, exactly. I manage my poo. I know I, I know when it's coming and I know when to leave the house and when to not leave the house. Huh. And I know when to get my ass home. But yeah. no, I don't I don't number two in, in public. I wow. just I can't do it. I can't do it. Huh. I, I don't know why. I just it's not my thing. 
I don't feel any ways about it. You if don't? I gotta go, you I don't gotta care? Go. Yeah. No. Really, huh? Yeah. If I gotta go, I gotta go. I mean, yeah. there are times you walk into the like if you have to go and you walk into the restroom if it's like dirty or whatever, then you're like, that's just not happening. Oh no. Yeah, I'll find another that. restroom at that point. Yeah. There's some great spots in this city. I I, I thought about doing Hotels. like the George, the George Costanza map yeah. of uh, of places the, that you can find because oftentimes it, there are restrooms that you would walk into and go, oh God, I'm never going to, this is so rude. But right next to it is a place that you have access to their restrooms and the restrooms are beautiful. Some of the hotels right? in the city have some stunning of, ones. Some of the hotels in the Bro, city have stunning restrooms. App. Yeah. Called the restroom locator. Yeah. There's another one called Flush, the toilet finder. But don't you remember that when they did the Seinfeld reunion on Curb mm-hmm. Your Enthusiasm, that's how George made his millions? Was that he created an app that told people where the, the your closest cleanest bathroom oh, was? Wow. Yeah, that was also a reference to an earlier right? Seinfeld one where he was telling people where to go. No, no, yeah, because that was his thing. Is that he always knew you he could knew, tell yeah. you could give George the intersection and he could tell you where to find the cleanest and best public bathroom. And then it, the story was that he created an app, and then that's how George made uh, finally made his millions. I remember uh, when Jenna and I went to Barcelona. Barcelona. And I had to go. Oh, hell no. Bad, right? Oh, hell no. And No, but we were in like a very touristy area, beautiful hotels everywhere. Yeah. And I ran into one of the hotels. I don't know why like certain places they don't, if you're not a guest there, they don't allow you to use the restroom. Oh, it's crazy. But I walked in and to get to where the restroom is, you have to go down a flight of stairs that's right in front of the front desk. Mm-hmm. And I went and I quickly whipped down the stairs and I can hear them saying, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir. Yeah. And I just pretended like I didn't hear them and I ran right into the bathroom and I can hear them even while I'm in the bathroom. Excuse me, <laughs> sir, excuse me, sir. Yeah. And then I got out and they're like, are you a guest here? I was like, yeah. And they're like, what room? I'm like, 502. Yeah. And then they're like, you're not a guest here. You can't use the washroom, oh, the restroom. Yeah. And it's I was so like, rude. oh, well, I, I didn't hear you. Yeah, it's so rude. And then I just left. It's so rude. And the last time I was that. in Israel, I had to pay for the toilet paper. Yeah, that's like Russia. A lot of places you can make a buck, they charge you for toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I was in, we were in Mexico, and when you get to places where the bylaws are different than what you're used to in your home sort of city, where you can't build a restaurant in a city like this without having X amount of places for people to use the washroom, right? Whether it's stalls or urinals or whatever. But when you go to places like Mexico, you can walk into a restaurant like the size, like three floors, you know, 300 seat restaurant. And there will be one washroom. Really? Right. And so going into a washroom in a restaurant where people all day have been doing nothing but eating tacos and drinking tequila. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you all just share oh. one toilet. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's always situations like that where I then have to go and then I walk in and I get grossed out and then I just won't. And then I cut the, the, the day short and I'm like, we got to go back to the hotel. Oh. And Catherine's like, but we have more shopping to do. And I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. I, I'll, I have to go number two. Um, okay, we'll end with this question from Tixiana, who listens to the uh, Raza Mocha show in Toronto. We are on Monday to Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. You can always stream us, kiss925.com. And she listens to the podcast re- religiously and also leaves a number of questions for us every single week. And it says here, why does Roz pronounce, and then says this particular word, mm-hmm. weird? So oh. Roz, I just highlighted this word on my computer screen. 
Oh, and she wants to know why you pronounce this word weird. Why do I? It says why does Ross pronounce Italian weird? Okay. <laughs> Whereas I, along with like everybody else, says Italian. Right. But I you know. say Italian. Okay. And it's not the first time that this question has, has no. come up. Okay. So okay, there's a couple of different things. One, um, back in the day, growing up, I people used to call it Italian. Okay. Right. Okay. Who? Just I've never people. heard. You're okay. the first person <laughs> in my entire life that okay. I've ever met that says Italian. Okay. And then I started pronouncing it Italian deliberately because there is, I discovered that there is nothing, there is nothing that pisses Italians off more than if you say Italian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so for the most part, it's a troll. Okay. Oh, because okay. I love, I, I have heard from people that if I said it that way again, like it would be the end of me. <laughs> like I've had people, I've had people threaten me. Really? Um, yeah, with violence for saying. Like if you say that one more time, we're gonna come kick your ass. Yes, for saying Italian. <laughs> I'm end you. Yes, I've had DMs. I've <laughs> had people say it to me from other people. So and so told me to tell you that if you do that again, you're gonna get your ass beat. Yeah. So a, a lot of the times when I say Italian. It was a troll job. Yeah. But you know when you do something over and over and over again, it becomes habit. Sure. And now, like even at home, I'll be talking to Catherine and I will still say Italian. Really? <laughs> because now it's just the way I say it. You just said it eight times. I feel bad for you. Yeah, yeah. Because so now it's just the way I say it. So it started so at first it, it was started a goof. Off, yeah. And now it's part of your everyday normal exactly, language. Exactly, okay. yeah. But it was, it was a troll just because I know that you know, for Italians, um, hearing somebody call it Italian, it drives them nuts. And there's, I like trolling. It's just the way, just the way life goes. So uh, follow us on why. Instagram at Kiss925 because you'll see once a week we'll post a couple of photos that say Ask Roz and Mocha, and that is where you ask your question. And we'll try to get through as many as we can on the following week's podcast. And we will also try to uh, invite one of you to join us on the podcast to ask your question. Roz, if you wanted to get pasta on Uber Eats, what section are you looking under? Um, the pasta section. Oh, no, you're Why? supposed to say Italian. Oh, shut up. You just said it. Now you're going to get your ass beat. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.